What is up? What's up? We are here. Barely. It's yeah. not Timmy yeah, time are. yet. I talked to Timmy earlier, and I don't know if Timmy's on. He um, said he would be. We saw he's him old. at. Uh, he's old. So. Uh, where, where was that? Roadhouse. We saw him at Roadhouse, and he said he'd yeah. be on tonight. He said okay, he'd be on okay. tonight. Roadhouse. 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 And we'll Tara. talk about my mashed potatoes incident a little bit mashed later on. <laughs> fucking up, potatoes. That was the funniest shit. Hoagie, dude. Oh, yeah. up, Hoagie. Hoagie, on my podcast this week, we didn't talk about the Canadian Worlds team because we got on a rant about this tournament we just had. So it's coming next week. <laughs> All right. What up, Fuller? What's up, Fuller? Wow. Fuller checking in. The only thing I'm going to say right now is I know, first off, how's it going, folks? How are we doing? What's up? How's it going? As you all may know, we were the channel had taken a vacation this past week. We are back. A lot of our listeners and watchers on Twitch and on other podcasting platforms are from the bowling community. I fully expect a lot of questions about the tournament that we just had this past week. The only Holy thing, shit. The only thing I can tell you guys right now is that if there is not a lot of wrestling questions, because this is still a Q&A, we will get to the bowling questions. But we there 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 is a thing that we got to do, and we are the dudes and bells wrestling chat cast. So wrestling and does come first. There's a lot of news to talk about. AEW full gear. Yes, there is. There's tons of it. Roman Reigns being an absolute badass. So <laughs> we will talk about last week, but as long as there is no wrestling questions, wrestling comes first right now. So, without further ado, I'm going to somehow, some way, manage to pull an intro out of my ass with how tired I still am. <laughs> you got this. You got this. No, I don't. You say this every week, and it never works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something encouraging. Maybe, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it works for you. All right, ladies and gents. Then, for the thousands in attendance, and the millions, and millions, and millions of Twitch viewers and listeners watching and listening around the world, Ooh, let's get ready to have another Q&A session. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Death Drop channel and the Rocky Mountain Pro Stream team proudly brings to you the single greatest wrestling jackass of the world all right i'm off to a good start so far so good on the left we have the one and only the co-host of the rip and the rack podcast 
that you can listen to on Spotify, iTunes, and all the podcasting platforms, just like this one. You got the guy that lives up on the east coast of Maine, the Coastal Crusader, Brian Athern, baby. And I am the manager and booker of It's Timmy Time, Timmy Vader. (laughs) I am his Harley Race, if you will. On the bottom right, we have our very own resident masshole himself from the great state of Massachusetts, the one and only Marky Pins, baby. Yeah, guy, this masshole's wicked tired, though, right now. (laughs) This was a long week, and we're going to be up late, so let's go. And on the top right... We have the one and only, possibly the only one in the wrestling community, as always, the Sunday Night Savior, the other fucking Jeff. How we doing, everybody? And this, oh, actually, you know what? I'm that tired that I even forgot to introduce my fucking self. All right. It is the host of the Dudes in Belts Wrestling Chatcast, Johnny D Squared, right here, staring at the camera in front of all you guys. And this, what you see here, is the crew of the, or I should say, the OG of the Death Drop Army. The Dudes and Belts Wrestling Chatcast. Baby! And as always... Oh, wait, go ahead. Shit, I, no, I, I was doing so I good! Was, go, 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 go! Look at my blue meteor. Oh, where the fuck is eyes? <laughs> we gotta get his eyes. We get him here. And I gotta yes, say some bullshit about him. Every and you think he'd be done tired to think of anything? Because the whole new fucking curfew. And as oh, always, yeah, in 45 true. minutes' time, we will be greeted by the one and only Infinite Indian Inspiration himself, Triple I. And of course, Are you folks, guys under curfew for real? Yeah. Well, the, the businesses Business. have to close at, at 930. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And recommended stay home between 10 and 5 a.m. Yeah. But pretty much, we, kind we of don't have anything like that made. It's just no shit. No more than fifty people in a building at a time. People, a uh, hundred or less outdoor gatherings with face coverings, and we have an all-time face covering. Like if you're out in public, you need to have a face mask on. We got the face covering thing now too. Yes, um, it's supposed to be hundred percent of the time outside yeah, uh, in public. Yeah, yeah. which yes. which you know ninety percent of people abide by because they're good people. <laughs> And as always, folks, if you're just not down with that, you motherfuckers out there, we got six words for ya. It's still real to us, damn it. Pause, obviously. So, (laughs) suck it. All right. I'm tired now. You got good night. it. <laughs> good night, good night, everyone. Right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, good night. We got through that part. That was mandatory. Yeah. See you in the morning. All right, uh, folks. Peace out. A-Town down. Just like, just like we did last week, once again, folks, do another Q&A stream for you guys out there. 
Uh, ask any questions you want, whether it's wrestling. I know we're going to get bowling questions, too, down the line because of why we were absent from Twitch the past week. Three-quarters of the crew all bowled in this huge Candlepin Bowling Tournament up in the Northeast, mainly in New Hampshire. And, guys, we are fucking tired as hell, so be easy on us tonight. <laughs> it was a long great. week. Yeah, I bet you do. Everything's still <laughs> nice and loose and comfy. I missed and it. Your knees haven't it. exploded. Yeah. That's all I, right. I, Next year, buddy. I, Next year. I, I, I did not want to. Oh, it's Timmy. Timmy, oh, there I'm is. little Timmy. Hey, little Timmy, I'm your manager now. So, I'm, I'm your Harley Race. So who do we got in the chat tonight? We got Mike's detailing. We got Fuller. We got Hoagie. We got Little. little. We got Czilla. What's and up, we, dudes? And we got little Timmy. Hey, Timmy. Yes. Little Timmy, Timmy is Tom. in the chat. And I, not, I did not get my T-shirt in time. I'm pissed. I wanted <laughs> to have it on for tonight's festivities. I did, I, however. I wanted to wear it in the bowling alley last week. <laughs> did, however, check in with the D-squared mug. Get yours in the merch shop down below. There's a solid coffee mug. Forgot to make a coffee before we started. So, guys, speaking about the store, like we said last week, the merch is still live for this week. And we might even extend it a couple more weeks to give you guys some more opportunities to purchase the very special Little Timmy Time t-shirt, sweatshirt, sticker, and mug. So I decided I to, to get the coffee mug. So I I've decided to extend the merch for a couple more weeks, and then after that, we'll take it down. We'll put it off to the side. Doesn't mean we're, that doesn't mean we're going to get rid of it. However, I will be working with somebody, hopefully, on a design for some dudes and belts merch in the near future. That is, that is my next sweet. project. That's fucking sweet. Um, on top of everything else that I got going on, I got to kind of catch up after being away for a week. Um, but other than that, chat, guys, let's get this rolling, baby. Yeah, Timmy, I, I, I second that. I'm fucking tired and sore, too. Amen, oh, bro. <laughs> Amen. I am so fucking beat. So it late. is a grind to bowl as much as we did. Yeah. And through the course of the week, not really worried about taking care of yourself too much, trying to just get as much sleep at night as you can and wake up in as little pain as you can and go back and bowl all day long again. But it's awesome. It's intense as all holy hell. It's like the best competition you can find. It's worth it's every minute of it. Of bowling. It's WrestleMania, dude. It is our WrestleMania every year. It's our World Series. It's our Super Bowl, but it's a week long, man. We get the to do it Easter every day. The Easter is the Survivor Series. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like Easter's that. entering the Royal Rumble at number or, one. Or, or Royal Rumble. It's like get the two yeah. of them having a baby and out yeah. pop the 20-stringer in one fucking day. Just holy crap. There's some things that we do to ourselves and we regret after, but they are good times. And... So question for all, and sorry if it's been discussed, but... What got you into wrestling, and when did you get into it? That's a good question, C. Zeller. Who, who wants to start that one? I'll start. Uh, okay. 
So what I don't remember exactly what got me into wrestling. My fa- well, my father was a wrestling fan, so I remember him ordering a lot of the pay per views, the wrestling like early WrestleManias and such. So I remember watching it with him. But like, from my age, I'm I'll be 37 in less than a week, and I'll be like, for me, it was Hulk Hogan. I mean, Hulk Hogan was the dude. You know, you see the the the, the bright yellow and red. The you know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Drink your milk without, you know, all that stuff. It was just cool to watch, cool to see at that time. So that's when I started watching. You just want to see Hulk Hogan uh, slam somebody, drop a big boot and drop a leg and and, and hold up the title and then pose. That was oh, me man. too. I mean, that my dad was a wrestling fan. He used to go down to the local bar every time that there was a, you know, pay-per-view. They got them all and... He'd go down there with his buddies, and he didn't drink or anything. He was pretty straight-laced. He'd just drink coffee and smoke butts, and he'd hang out with those guys, though, and watch wrestling. And when we were home on the weekends, we watched Superstars on Saturday. And, you know, we didn't get the pay-per-views because he went and watched them for free, and I got to watch the VHSs when it came out. And that was my big thing. Whenever they come out, we go to the local video store, and I get them. And Hulk Hogan was the dude, as, as Sunday said. He is the dude. I have a picture. My mom, when I turned 18, put in our local newspaper uh, a picture of me flexing in my Hulk Hogan PJs to announce to everyone that I had turned 18. And then <laughs> I, was a, I was an adult now, flexing in my Hulk Hogan PJs. And I was like, That's yes. fantastic. I love every bit of that. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, Hulk Hogan was the thing. I sent Hulk Hogan a get well card when uh, Earthquake smashed his intestines in, supposedly. <laughs> That year, I sent him a get well card because I, I remember when they that talked about that. That was a Hulk Yep. Yeah. yeah. But I, that's I, how I, I got into wrestling. It was Hulk Hogan. I remember being a little kid back in the day watching Saturday morning cartoons all morning, and then the bowling came on, and then wrestling came on at one o'clock, and you just watched the wrestling. I had all the little guys, the rubber guys, the ring I got for Christmas when I was a kid, real little. And always played with them in my room, watched it on Saturdays. My dad, my mom got those things. Well, Santa Claus, when I was a little boy, got them for me. And I would play with them all year long. My dad hated wrestling. I wasn't allowed to watch it if he was in the house. Luckily, he worked like two full-time jobs. So I got to watch it on Saturday. He was gone a lot of the times and stuff. But he did not like wrestling. If he caught me watching like wrestling, if I borrowed my buddy's tape from when his and his dad, because my buddy upstairs' dad loved the wrestling. They got the pay-per-views. They had the black box for the old cable systems back in the day. So they got them all, and they'd record them, and we'd pass the tape. I grew up in an apartment complex, so we would pass the tape around to like all the buddies that lived in the different apartments all through the buildings. And um, when I got him, if my dad caught me watching him, he'd actually yell at me. Like He'd take the tape and make me give it back. I wasn't allowed to watch it. But my mom made sure that when they got the pay-per-views or when they got the tape, my mom would get it for my friend's mom, let me watch it and get it out of there so my dad wouldn't say anything. So it was kind of like a thing that I did it on purpose. And then, But then I just, when I was little, like when he didn't like it, like I was just like, oh, fuck that, I love this, this is great. Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Larger Than Life, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, yeah Hulk Hogan's theme music when he came out, everybody went nuts. You know, it was just really cool when you were a little dude. And then growing up through the years, you just start watching more of it and more of it and getting a little smarter watching it. And it really doesn't go away. If you really liked it when you were a kid, it, it really doesn't go away. You might fall out of touch with it here or there. Oh, yeah, you can take breaks. Like, I, or months, I, yeah. you know, but you never stop loving. You could always sit and just watch a wrestling show. Yeah. So my mother was the one that introduced me to wrestling. She was a big 
High Chief Peter Maivia fan, Bruno San Martino, and Killer Kowalski. Those were her three favorites. And once she saw me start getting into wrestling, she almost kind of like took me under her wing and like brought me to like these little wrestling shows that Killer Kowalski used to do, like at the Newburyport Arm- Armory and stuff like that. Like basically developmental for the most part for like the WWF back in the day. And um, we, we'd go to these small little fucking armory shows with like 50 to 100 people. And Killer Kowalski was there and she would point him out every fucking time we'd go over there. Like, that's the guy you don't want to fuck with <laughs> right there. <laughs> well, he did change your points. Yeah. yeah. And and true every- story. I met him one time. I used to be a copy center guy at the Staples down in Woburn. And he came in one time, him and his wife, his old lady, I don't remember the, her name, but they came in to get a bunch of his old cards when he was like this, like in an old 50s pose. Yeah. yeah. They got a bunch of them printed off and stuff like that. And he came in, I got to shake his hand. My hand disappeared. Like in his hand, it <laughs> was just awesome. so big. It was. An, I knew it was an honor to meet the man. He was, even in his old age, he was very respectful, great guy. And then she, she was the one that would take me to like any like live show, like live SmackDown, live Raw anything like that and um that's just kind of I, I just grasp it and just fucking just ran with it after she fucking brought me to all these different shows and shit and to this day i mean i i thank her for wrestling for the most part that's awesome yeah it's something you don't grow out of especially no, you don't. because if well, somebody no, shows you your dad it, or your mom that's it, special yeah, it's between it, you guys it's what me and my dad bonded over because my parents awesome. got divorced when i was 12 and then when he got divorced, the way that we spent a lot of time together was wrestling because I was in his house on the weekends and we watched both WCW and WWE or WWF. So when the pay-per-views came out, it was Sunday night. I'd stay there and then his buddy would come over. We'd watch his buddy give me a ride back to my mom's house for the next day. But we got every pay-per-view and I was always at my dad's that Sunday night, you know, eating pizza, hanging out with him and his buddy awesome. watching wrestling. So that's that's the Monday Night Wars for me, which is why I'm so excited to talk about it. It's funny. Yeah. Every, because uh, it's my childhood. Every every single time I go over to my mom's house nowadays, she's like, did Taker retire yet? Is he yeah. done? <laughs> it's just it's just a common question every fucking Two weeks. time. Two weeks. So we think. So well, we, they, they we said know. it's it. Yeah. We know. They released the press. I mean, this is a big deal for them, so. My first wrestling memory was my dad took me to a live show. I was like six or seven, and Jimmy Hart was put into a cage and lifted above the ring. Oh, the shark cage matches. No shit. That's awesome. They had one with Paul Ellering in NXT, if you remember. I think it was AOP and DIY. Yeah. Wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, there was one with... uh, uh, Jericho and Owens and... Oh, Kevin uh, Owens, yeah. Yeah. All right, we have a bowling question. Let's get your opinion on the approaches. Um, they don't move. Asphalt. <laughs> yes. Rubber. Mixed with asphalt. <laughs> Sticky. From what While wearing Nikes. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find out more from Triple I too. We're gonna try and and save as much as the bowling questions as we can until. Uh, Triple I gets on. Unless we run into like a dead spot like this, then we have time to ask. 
no issues at all. Stuffed them last week, except on 13 and 14. Oh, every every approach is a problem for me. That's why my knee is junk. I mean, it didn't help that I bowled 41 games in five days, but... Mikey, did I have any chips at 2 a.m.? Oh, yeah, ha-ha, fuller. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I was at my own house. I stayed home for the world this year. I didn't go to the hotel, but he's referring... So back in, uh, was it? Was it was it 18 when the Worlds were at Academy? Me and Fuller were in the hotel room together when I went down there. And I got me the munchies at like 2 a.m. because me and the boys all small. I fell asleep. And I wake, I literally, even if I'm at home, I wake up every night in the middle of the night just kind of hungry. Even if I had dinner, I still wake up. I wake up and I need like a bagel and cheese or I need like a sleeve of Ritz and a can like a, of Coke or something. Like, I don't know. Every single night I wake up and I have a snack. Well, when you're at a hotel, all you really got is a vending machine. And when you see Doritos in a Mountain Dew, you go for it. Yeah, I, exactly. I really should have ate it at the vending machine, though. But instead, I came back into a silent room with a kid that really sleeps very lightly, apparently. And I opened the bag of Doritos and I woke him up. And I got, I was trying to be as quiet as possible. I realized I fucked up. And, but, yeah, sorry for that, dude. That's I won't forget that. I was sorry. <laughs> I remember oh, 100% sees Jake Snake Roberts. Oh, Jake Snake, the first time. one that, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. for all you guys that are... That are for all you guys that are going to be listening to this on all the podcasting platforms, we're going to be all over the place on this show. So we apologize. We're going to try and organize everything as best we can, fill in any dead spots and so on and so forth. See zealous or any wrestlers who never won a world title that should have. I agree with with Jake the Snake on that one, big time. Oh, Rick Rude in WWE. I mean, he won the yeah. WCW Heavyweight Championship, but Rick Rude should have been a WWE champion. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have been a good very, guy to take a belt off Hogan. He would have been a great heel champion for a while. Yeah. Yes. Was 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 Snooker ever world champion? No, that's a good so. question. I don't, I don't know. So. Not in WWF yeah. or no. WWF. Was it? Yeah, that yeah. era. Yeah, so, I mean, Snooker, I guess, could be one. I don't one. think so. Like you said, Kurt Hennig is one for me as well. Oh, that one, yeah. Oh, yes. that would have been good, yes. yeah. Yes. Owen Hart. Yes. Yep. 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 Owen should have had that run though. after hey, WrestleMania hey. 10. Yeah. That SummerSlam match should have been Brett Owen for the championship. That should have been the SummerSlam main event. And they should have done that SummerSlam in Calgary. Can you imagine that? Calgary, that year, that SummerSlam after WrestleMania 10, Brett and Owen Hart in the main event. Caesar is saying Arn Anderson as well. That's that's solid. Oh, Arn Anderson would have been great. That's and then, solid. Tim, as always, tell me all your favorite Dino Bravo memories. Uh, 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 WrestleMania two, I think he was power and glory. <laughs> Beating rugged Ronnie against, Gavin. Uh, the heart, the the heart foundation. I think it was a good oh match. It, it might have got two and a half lighthouses from the Coastal Crusader. <laughs> That's how I'm going to start ranking matches, everyone. I love it's gonna that. Be by That's solid. going to be by yeah. Lighthouses. Here we go. We have a new ranking system here on the Dave Meltzer jackass. New, I'm our Dave Meltzer. <laughs> we, have a, we have the Lighthouse scale. I'll go with that. I like it. I like it. Let's see. My favorite Dino Bravo memory was when he came on the TV, I took a piss. <laughs> my only well i'm good one of my only dino bravo memories is him beating rugged ronnie gavin at wrestlemania 5 only because 
That's your favorite. I love I love WrestleMania five, and I remember almost every match from WrestleMania. 5. Otherwise, I don't remember shit about Dino Bravo except they was found him not breathing Trump one night. Plaza in New Jersey too. The second one, yeah. WrestleMania okay. four with the four tournament. Four and five. Four and five were yeah. at Trump Plaza. Yeah. And five was the Mega Powers explode. Obviously. Yes, it was. Did you so, guys and watch? Being I watched years old. Full Gear. I did. Yes. Okay. Lil's asked the question. Did, did you guys see, watch I not full, seen gear? full Gear? I've seen some it, results yeah. in a few pictures, but like on yeah. posts that I've scrolled past, but I did not see it. I, I thought it definitely had, had its moments. Uh, it was really good. Um, I give it four and a half lighthouses out of five. It was, it was pretty good. <laughs> oh, so this uh, is really going to become a thing. Excellent. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We can oh, yeah. It. No, I'm just my lighthouses. It's, it's for real. Um, I am still disappointed with AEW's women's division. I think it can be so much more, especially with what Britt Baker is becoming over there. I think if they sign Tessa Blanchard, that would be that would put their women's division. They need to sign Allison Kay and Thunder Rosa and Tessa Blanchard, and that puts their women's division almost on par with WWE. And then they can really start to compete in all aspects. That's a bold honestly. statement, Cotton. Oh, it is. No, it, it is. But I, I think it can be that good. But I don't think Nyla Rose is featured in that. And I'm sorry for anyone that offends for reasons, but that she's not a good wrestler. I don't like her gimmick. I don't like her in the ring. I just cannot buy into that. I'm sorry. Cezilla thinks that they really dropped the ball on the women's division. They have lots of talent. They yeah, do. I, I, I they disagree. Don't I don't think they have lots of talent. I I think they're starting to get more talent, but I don't think I they think, have lots of talent. Honestly, I think Brandy Rhodes can be a really good wrestler and a really good person to put against talent in the same way that um, – oh, God, I don't know where I was going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I think there's a way you can make her work in a like bridge champion type of way. Like, if you want to get the belt off someone because they've had it for a while and it's, the division's a little stale, I, I think you could go to her for a bit. I think she has enough personality to carry a championship for a short term. That's what I was getting at. All right. Cezilla, before I had thoughts on AEW's full gear, I thought it was an incredible pay-per-view. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, on my end at least, I saw highlights. I did not watch the pay-per-view because I couldn't get off my recliner. I was on my re- 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 I was on my recliner for about eight and a half hours straight when I got home. So I had no intentions of watching anything. <laughs> Very sore. I know Coastal watched. I know yeah. Jeff and Marky Pins over here kind of had the same uh, issue that I had yesterday in terms of sore, tired, resting stuff I, like I that. I did not get out of my bed until it was dark again Yeah. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not fucking move. The wife was nice enough to come and run the lanes for the first part of the day. I showed up here much later and was here for like two hours, and then we just went home. <laughs> so, today, yeah, I, I didn't move a hell of a Yesterday I went to the, went to the, uh, the alleys and watched the, the playoffs, and then today was my veg out day where I barely left the house. All right. See, Littles agrees with the women's division is a little shaky. 
Hoagie, you gotta love going to the local wrestling shows and in one of the matches and hearing what the wrestlers who are in the ring are going to do next when it comes to moves and so on and so forth. Loud calling. Yes. John Cena is really good at that. Oh well, yeah, yeah, if you ever watch the the um, the Botchamania, they would they would have the they're, they're yes, the yes, they're the fucking best, yeah. Uh, Czilla, I mean Penelope Ford is underrated. Anna J, I think, could be something as well. Oh, I, I they have yeah, a, a couple talented women, but like if you, I still don't believe you you would look at the women's division in AW and go, oh, that women's division is really really talented. You look at the I women's think, division, I think go, they have a couple. Away. They have a couple no, pieces, I, yeah. Well, you, you had Tessa Blanchard, and then you had Allison Kay. Who is really good? You watched that match last night with Serena Deep. That's a quality match. And then Thunder Rosa, who can really, really work at a high level. And then, I mean, how many high level workers does WWE have? Honestly, high level. Bailey, Sasha, right now, right now. I'm sorry, I need to preface that right now. Bailey, Sasha, yeah. Rhea, Rhea Ripley. She's NXT. Uh, I'm talking. Knox. She's w- that's the WWE. If, if you weren't oh. sure that they're the same company, I know they're the same company. <laughs> she 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 I was do. in WrestleMania against Charlotte. They treat them like the same brand, though. They they don't treat them like the same brand. You don't hear. She was at WrestleMania like, against Charlotte. That's I understand treating like the that. Same brand. Sunday, you're not letting me finish. They were they were on they were on they, they they won Survivor Series last year. I think they treat them like the same brand. Are you done? <laughs> Almost. Give me a few more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, it, it's the same. Like, you can't tell me that it's not the same. When was the last time you heard NXT mentioned on either Monday Night Raw or SmackDown? They, okay, I'll wait. Almost every week they bring up, oh, this person a former NXT champion or things like that as well. Yeah, that former happens a lot. Stuff, but they don't mention it in the same limelight as, oh, check this out on Wednesday night. It's NXT, this, NXT, you know, it's another brand. They don't. They don't mention it like you see promos and you hear the announcers on SmackDown talk about the main event of Monday Night Raw. You do not hear them talk about the main event of NXT. Okay. They don't treat it as an equal brand. It's not the same exact thing, but it's still we the WWE. It brand. We but Rhea Ripley is still a WWE female wrestler. I'm sorry. She is. True. That is true. <laughs> so she's part of it. <laughs> So Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, uh, you know, uh, Zaylee, like the, all these are high-level female wrestlers that are under WWE contract wrestling under the WWE brand. That are all better than just about everybody that's in the AEW women's roster. I will not disagree with you on that. I'm thinking the collective as a whole could do better programs than what WWE is spinning out. That, yeah. We'll go with that. See, heel Roman is the best thing to happen in WWE in a while. I have never been a fan of Roman, but I'm loving this storyline. They're doing a really good I, job. Yeah. I think this agree. is what we were waiting for. Yeah, for, for years. A real piss a heel Roman. And Reigns. I love how Paul yeah. Heyman does. He's not like <laughs> equal to Roman Reigns like he was Brock Lesnar. He's scared of Roman Reigns. For some reason, we're not a hundred percent sure of yet. But well, if you notice the way they were interacting, he's friendly, like he, Brock. yeah. He, so he, they, they, they always portrayed it as he was like, even though that was his client, but he was friends with Brock. I don't think he's friends with Roman. I think he's 
they're, they're portraying it more as he is a business associate, business associate only of Roman Reigns. Anything to add, Mikey Pins? No, it's it's just cool to see. Like when we when Roman was getting stuffed down our throat as the Uber next good guy, the next John Cena, the next always wins. Roman won again. No, we didn't buy that Royal Rumble. Is like was shit. We saw it all coming, and it was poop, and it was the beginning of like what was the end of everything that Vince wanted, and we were all just like, nah, give us the other way of Roman Reigns. Let him just become the bad guy after all this shit that of being the eternal good guy. Just let him turn and give us evil-ass heel Roman Reigns. And then they put Paul Heyman with him, and they just started printing off money. This, yeah. this tribal chief thing is such a good storyline. Involving The yes. Rock with it, it's, it's so good. It's so good. This is what takes Roman from that guy that for the longest time we were like, please, like, just like Bray said, anybody but you, Roman. Just yeah. anybody but yeah. you for a while. Just come on. And now it's all we want to see is him. You put these storylines in this quick of him going from that Roman to this Roman, how he's been, how fast it's come. And, and how Jay Uso is selling it with him. Yeah. Like when you hear Jay Uso go, like when he was hitting Daniel Bryan, he's like, I get it. I love you. I get it now. You're the head yeah. of the table. Yeah. And it's like, what do you get? Because we don't understand what they're talking about. But you, and that's I'm waiting the, for that reveal because that's what I'm. I want to see. Some what are they talking thing. about? Yeah, there's some. There's some rule we don't know about. Yes, something about they all grew up together and it's something yeah. happened. Something divided and it just there's gonna. I think you're right about a reveal at at some point in time, yeah. but. Adding the family and adds that extra realism and emotion to it where they don't even have to play. Like they can legit be looking at each other because they're family with each other and remember those feelings maybe when they were younger. Maybe they were yeah. scared of Roman, you know, coming to beat well, him you, up. You when saw they it in Hell in the Cell when Jimmy comes in to like cover Jane. He's like, he's like, Joe, Joe, it's me. <laughs> like he's right. calling Roman Reigns by his real name. Is it, is it, what is it? Is it real? Is it a yeah. shoot? Is it just yeah, like a work shoot? It's, it's yeah. creating the fucking diversions all over the place. And that's it's, when like Eric said, Bischoff made WCW do so well in the yes. mid 90s. And that's what I'm hoping we get to drop this PG WWE soon. And we can go to a more just 13. TV just, 13, TV 14. Or, or yeah. TV 14. Yeah. TV 14. Yeah, something it's like PG that. 13, but TV 14. Yeah. Is where I'm not talking about brutal death matches. I'm talking about maybe a little blood, maybe a little more realism in talking. A little yeah. bit of more dams. Not every once in a while, but sometimes, you, you know, it adds that extra oomph yeah. that wrestling needs to move forward the way the attitude ever moved things yeah. forward. You know, that was a grand leap. That not wasn't just aggression. But less sexualized in the Attitude Era. That's yeah, what I'm looking yeah. for. More yeah. realism, less, less, much less of the sexuality, because it's at the point where we don't need it. The ladies come out dressed as they do, and the fellas come out and make the ladies look the way that you know what I mean. So it's the same both way. Everything's fine with that. We don't need all the puppies and the boobies. We need real. We just need better storylines because the 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 performance work itself, which are always nice. Yeah, I will not say that they are always nice. I love them and they are beautiful things. However, God bless Selena Vega. God bless. Okay. <laughs> yes. Amen. However, like the performers themselves are better now. The realism of the stories they could tell in a TV 14 era now, as opposed to TV 14 in like 1997 to 2000, whenever they cut it back, it's a different era of different performers. 
it could be done again in a much more tactful way, but still be 14. TV 14. Agree. Agree. Timmy, I'll take the boobies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hoagie. Totally agree. Mr. Crusader. That one might be catchy. <laughs> Mr. Crusader, how about getting your client, Timmy Vader, up to Canada for a match at the local wrestling show that I go to? Might be a little tough right now. Mr. Ryan Hogan, my client, Timmy Vader, cannot travel right now due to the travel restrictions that our Governor Janet Mills has placed upon my client. You should be lucky he can't go up there because he will destroy every lumberjack that you have to throw at him. He is the almighty of the littlest of the Vaders. He is a concentrated Vader, and you do not want me to unleash the Timmy upon you. <laughs> Those are the truest facts a man can tell another man. You ever seen Timmy throw a little Timmy double? You don't want that unleashed on you. I have seen little Timmy doubles. I've seen little Timmy doubles at Worlds. They yes. are different, hoes. They are different. That was very impressive, Mr. Crusader. Thank you. I hope your client was listening. <laughs> he's probably sleeping because he's old. He fell asleep after the boobies <laughs> summit. Probably. Or he was doing something else thinking of boobies. All right. Either way, dilly dilly. Yeah, dilly dilly. Oh. <laughs> I cut a promo for you, co-host. Even though I don't have you getting past Baker. In the he cut an international show. promo. You just cut a fucking international promo on that man. Yeah, but sell yourself short. True. All right. A lot, a lot of stuff happened in the wrestling biz since we've been gone. I know. That's How good was the Eddie Kingston, John Moxley stuff on AEW, the promos and whatnot? Eddie Kingston can cut a promo. That guy is good. I I like him a lot. I've I've always liked him. I've always been a good fan of him. I mean, it, he's I I have a thing with edgy guys. I I have a lot of guys. I like guys that can. Do a lot on the mic and back it up in the ring. Those are the kind of guys that I kind of like. And Eddie Kingston is one of them. I know you guys will disagree with my other one, Sammy Callahan. He is one of the most edgiest guys in the wrestling business because he just don't give a fuck. But um, I mean, you got to not give a fuck to lose to Tessa Blanchard, right? Like He he did put her over. Yeah, he yeah. did. Like yes, that's he did. a big thing. Like big. I'm gonna put her over because I think she's that good, and this could ruin my career. But I doubt he it. Did it. You know, it's one of those yeah. things that you do for the business because at the right. moment that's the right thing for the business, and you're immortalized it, in that. I, match, I, I respect that. Like that's a hundred percent respect for that. You did what was best for business. Um, what was I gonna say? I had another another one. Um. The Mox Kingston stuff has been great, says C. Ziller. What the fuck was I going to say? Oh. And I still have a headache from last Friday night. That, <laughs> has, that was a long night. That has yet to go away. Um, thoughts on MJF taking over the inner circle? I definitely think he is getting groomed to be the next Jericho. Yeah. I do. Agreed. This is where that's headed. I don't know if he retires Jericho, but I don't know who does. 
Do you think his retirement well, match is going to be in AEW or WWE? Well, we know who his retirement match is going to be against. Who's that? Lance Storm. Really? Yep. They've agreed upon that a long time ago. Did they really? Yep, that's that cool. And then it's going to have to be AEW because I think both of them have a sour taste for Vince McMahon in their mouth. Lance Storm, doesn't he still somewhat work? Well, he just stopped no, working he, for him. He, he got, got released like, in the great yeah. purge of Yeah, so I don't think he has a sour taste over that, though. Well, which means that he's still Twitter, I have, I have, But which means he's going to end up working for AEW here when shit starts to get lifted. He's trapped in Canada right now, but... Well, I, I, I think, uh, to me, I think he goes back to the WWE, but... Yeah, I agree. He he, he just got furloughed. It's, it's, yeah, he, it's not like like they just fired him. Oh, I thought he was out or no, he let go. No, like, no. no. Well, yeah, he was like, go, but he wasn't like... Well, it, well, I, the understanding is that he's likely to come back. Well, I know a bunch of those guys were let go. Like, the Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, Good Brothers releases were not taken well. Yeah, well... So. Well, a lot of those guys were probably told that they could come back, but then they got offers to work elsewhere. Well, I mean, they weren't looking to try and be with Vince anyways for the long term. They they could also yeah, so have just signed very short contracts that. as well. Yeah. They could have just signed short-term Car- contracts. Carl Car- Anderson then... hasn't had the greatest month. Let's just put no, it that way. No, no, he is not. No. Twitter and Instagram. He has not been real. He's not had a good month. Poor dude. Um, why can't I still think about what the fuck I was going to say? It was it was a good one too, and I completely fucking forgot it. Well, I I gotta be that guy. I have to take a potty break. Be right back. Baby. What time is it right now? Actually, uh, it's, oh. it's 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 Ten almost triple I time. Um, all right. Over questions here. La la la. Um, this is gonna bug the shit out of me. Um, you'll remember it as soon as we push the like off stream. Yeah, no, no, the the end button. No, it'll come up throughout the course of the stream. It it just fucking it left me for a minute. Um, It left me. So we don't have any other questions in terms of wrestling at the moment. So were there any other bowling questions that we could fill this time slot here real quick? Da, da, da. I don't see. I don't know if there was anything further back. Yeah, the last thing was Timmy about the approaches. Mm-hmm. Um, excited to see Park come back. And Timmy, then let's talk. Brian. Talk about Brian. Let's yeah. talk about Brian without him. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the cordless headphones on, though. We're not going to no, make doesn't. that mistake. I think he took them off. Did he, he take them off? He took them off before I left, yes. Oh. So, so, yeah. so Brian is urinating at the moment. And, so, Tim, uh, give us some dirt. Yeah, go ahead, Timmy, real quick. <laughs> give us some dirt. You know him better than we do. Give us some dirt. Who was the guy that shit himself in the bathroom? That is the question on everybody's mind last week. <laughs> I got to see a bull this week. Although on... he says he didn't. Yeah. But... Well, wouldn't you? I got to he see a bull this week on the live stream. Good to see you back in the game. I appreciate it, Hoagie. Thank you very much. 
It was not one of my more memorable fucking tournaments. I can tell you that right now. Um, I think the most m- memorable moment for me out of that tournament was that I wanted my steak cooked in mashed potatoes. Yes. Yeah, we have to discuss the mashed potato incident. I mean, I guess. Oh, Billy Bud. I mean, I I guess we could have a little bit of a story time, real quick. So, oh Jesus Christ, there's this fucking guy over here. Yeah, Billy showed up. Say hi. It's What's Big Billy up, from Billy. What's up, Billy? Next door. Nice, nice diaper. Or again? If you talk, yeah, I got a microphone yeah. right here. Nice chin diaper. Did I ride today? Yes, I did. He said yes, he did. No, good. He said good. It was a beautiful day. He did too. Yeah, it was a good time. All right, I gotta get off because the governor says coronavirus is out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Billy said goodbye. He's gotta go. Got six minutes. So. Sorry, fellas. Timmy, I'll pick you to get past Baker. All right. Um, so I guess we can talk about, uh, my mashed potato incident. That was funny. <laughs> That's as fuck that, that Timmy was actually in mashed potato, for. huh? Oh my goodness. Sit back for three seconds and listen. All right. So, uh, <sighs> what was it? Thursday? Was it Thursday night? I think it was. Yep. Yes. Yes. Thursday night. We're all tired. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm in pain. I'm tired as fuck. Get to the table, start sitting there, and I'm just dozing off. Everybody's talking, and I'm off to the side dozing off. The waitress comes around and asks for our order, and I'm the last one. So there was a discussion about the last prime rib that they have at the Texas Roadhouse. Yes. <laughs> that was we so got there, quick. We, we got there. She comes to the table to take all our orders. Now, there's like, what was this, seven of us sitting around the table, our yeah. whole team. Yeah. One of our other buddies is Kid Richie. Uh, Richie Myrick was there, um, just for people both ways. Um, so she goes around the table, orders, and then says, oh, we have one prime rib left in the whole restaurant. <laughs> one. So is it we like Survivor? Are you voting people off the island? At we go to Texas Roadhouse. There's seven guys that probably want prime rib. She says there's one left. Larry Doucette, one of the guys it, on the team. Immediately. Goes, Me. I'll take it. Fuck. <laughs> Nothing we can do. He called it. It's legit. So, I'd fight him. <laughs> you would. I wouldn't. I'm all set with that. I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting Larry. Evan ordered it. Prime rib. I'll Evan get ordered it. That's what oh, Tim Evan said. Oh, Evan got it? Fucker. That kid can eat. Yeah, so, I bet he can. Uh, good for him. So, so fucking, she goes around the table. Everybody orders. She gets the Johnny D squared over here at the end. Oh, Evan didn't get it either. Oh, Evan didn't get it either? <laughs> no. They came back. Oh, Right. I wonder if That's there was no Larry. prime rib. I wonder if there was no prime rib and they just did it to every table of bowlers that walked in. <laughs> just Marcus, to see if maybe there was a well one fight the story at a table. Because you were just getting to me anyway, so. No, yeah, it was. No, no. Then we found out, Devin. Go ahead. No, so then they got to you. Yes. They and got... the lady. Will, yes. you, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Deal. This is me waiting for the story. They got to me. And I, I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but I, I, I'm. You were sure. just ahead of the question. Well, no, but yeah, well that too. But I, I don't think we had our, our alcohol beverages at that point or not. 
so she asked me, what do I want? I'm like, well, since there's no prime rib, I'll just get the ribeye on the bone. Solid choice. And yeah. um, so she <laughs> she asked me, <laughs> how do you want your steak cooked? <laughs> and I fucking said mashed potatoes. He was like a question ahead because the next yeah, question was, was, what are your two sides? Yeah. Would you like to eat even the bone in ribeye, please? You were so you like tired you had planned all your responses <laughs> ahead. You hadn't, you hadn't taken account that question? Nope. It was like steak, side, okay, I'm on autopilot. Yeah, ribeye, <laughs> bone, mashed oh, potato. Oh, wait, God. what? Fuck, shit. What? <laughs> Well, because because died. I because I go to Longhorns near my house all, almost like every other week, as as like our special like one date night a week thing, and a lot of the waitresses know who we run? are, and I just show up and I get the normal prime rib, and they already know how I want it cooked. So then we go to fucking Texas Roadhouse, me thinking that I am at Longhorns for some strange reason, and then that 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 just what came out of my mouth. <laughs> Ribeye steak, please. How'd you like that cooked? Mashed potatoes? <laughs> everybody, no great. Everybody. That's, that's one of those, what's up? Good, you? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I wish she didn't miss a beat and said, well, what size do you want? He would have been like, medium. <laughs> <laughs> but she died. We died. <laughs> Here. She was she was she was extremely nice about it and just kind of shook it, it off. Awesome. Because, she was great. Because yeah, and, uh, until we kept pressing. Like, this guy yeah. looks like a train wreck. All yeah. right, whatever, honey. <laughs> we so, were in pain. There was eight exhausted dudes at a table. So that yeah. I get, and there's another story that I'll talk about later on that happened on Friday night that Jeff knows, and um, so we have our dinner. We start eating. It's birthday time. It's always birthday time at the Texas Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. And um, oh, always. I set that up. And uh girl comes over with the saddle. Gets Larry's ass right on that saddle. Yep. They do the, the, the you know, yelling and screaming and shit like that. And um, <laughs> Larry, this was priceless. Larry told the waitress that. He was 42. And so they do the thing, and there's this guy, Larry, is 52 years old, and Larry fucking lost it. Right before they started yelling and screaming, I saw her look at Larry and go, how old are you again? And he looked and said, 42. Oh, here he comes. He said, oh, is he popping? Yeah. Is he popping in? There, son of a bitch. There he is. Ripple What's up, Dinkle? Oh, <laughs> what up? It works. It always all right, works. All right, all right, all right. Would you bowl? Yep. Oh, yep. God. I barely broke Oh, three shit. Hundred. Oh, oh like I'm out. I, I can't remember if it was a 302 or a 304. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking wow. I gave you 351. But I gave you 366. I gave you a 336. I'm not complaining. See, we low, we increased our handicap and we took six. So I was, oh, it was one of those peaks. Okay. All the yep. better. Video, every time you bowl, you increase the handicap. <laughs> Lately. 
I actually did increase the handicap. Yeah. So, so I had 303, and rightfully so. <laughs> Task failed successfully. Not a boy. Awesome. All right. Triple I gave exactly this many fucks about bowling right now. Absolutely. <laughs> very, very true. It's very true. All right, Triple I, before we continue with story time and other wrestling questions that might be coming our way. As always, sir, please ignite the crowd with your intro, please. Well... I don't have a lot of energy because I'm tired. Oh, um, we I've all been, are. Feel that, bro. I've been up since 5.30, and I had no nappy time either. Oh, so, I have no nappy time. I had no nappy time. I've been busy working. So for all of you people in the crowd, you should know by now, and for all my Brussels sprouts sitting at home being lazy as usual, <laughs> I am the one and only Triple-I Infinite Indian Inspiration and the reason why I'm tired, and the reason why I'm cranky, and the reason why I have no energy is very simple. It's because... It's... Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got to go a little bit to, to your right, I think. There, there, there you go. Yeah, there there we you go. go. That's yeah. better. Better. And, and, <laughs> and for, all, for all you blind Brussels sprouts out there, okay, it says, it's... That's an apostrophe. <laughs> Stupid agreements all on you. It's all on I, you. I was hoping it was written in Braille for all oh. you blind. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he had another one that was written. Oh my god. They could barely understand English, let alone Braille. Oh all my right. god. We have a brand new follower to the Death Drop oh, hey. that just stopped oh, by. Hey. WMD Games 1128. Cool. Welcome. Thank you. Jesus fucking Christ. Thank you so much for the follow. Welcome to the Death Drop Army and welcome to our weekly Sunday night show of the Dudes and Belts Wrestling Jackass. I will introduce myself and the crew. It is your boy Johnny D Squared, Johnny Death Drop, the host of this show. It's your favorite monkey. Oh, it's Aaron. Is that Aaron? Yeah, it's got to be Halvadel. Yeah, it's got to be Halvadel. What's up, Curious George? Curious hey! George. What's up, Georgie kid? Never What's mind. Up? I don't need to give any man? intros no more because we know who it is. Yes. Another member of the bowling community has joined. A teammate. A teammate. Last yep. week's endeavor of holy shitness that we tried. <laughs> Ah, what's up, brother? What's All up, right. man? What was that? All right, so early picks on winning the rumble. I'll start this. Who, who do you? I'm gonna ask. Who do you guys think is gonna win the rumble? Men's and women's. I think it's going to be the Fiend and Alexa Bliss, and I think they share rumble wins as part that's, of their gimmick. That's a cool. Cool idea. That's a very cool Makes idea. It's a cool ending of a pay per view when they go out and, and greet each other at the end, you know? Yep. You know, 
I like to I like to shit on you, Coastal, because sometimes your points don't make sense at all. But for once, the- <laughs> 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 well, thank you. <laughs> you sound just like my wife. Yeah. I can't compliment me there. <laughs> this one makes sense. This oh, he's got Dino Bravo winning it, even though he died twenty seven years ago. Yes, he did. Who? Who? Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim favorite wrestler. So I, I I make sense for once. Thank you, Triple I. Yeah, once every two months. I've graduated to broccoli head instead of Brussels sprout. Yeah. Ah. The, the the chat cat um the chat members they're the Brussels sprouts. Oh okay. Yeah, I don't know what you are. You're, you're like a cauliflower or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a Jack Bob's coming to their house right now. Oh shit. Yeah, we're it's all. Here. So it's all of us. Oh, I know. Yeah, sure, that's right. WD is out. Just wanted to drop my follow. I'll be in more frequently. Love you, boys. Good stuff, Joseph. Good to see you, man. Thanks, AA Ron. AA Ron. Now, we already had the cops here at the bowling alley earlier tonight. Fucking, we had some people bowling here, some friends of mine that also play Pokemon Go. And apparently, there's a thing on an iPhone. If you push a couple buttons together at the same time, it dials 911. Uh, so there was a random 911 call and we had police come to the bowling alley. Two people came walking in and just to check out if everything was okay. So that was kind of fucked up. So let's not talk about the police coming in and just storming in and like breaking into triple I's house. And we watch them just get busted for like <coughs> indecent exposure while driving a vehicle on I the highway that. on the way home. I do live in Bowl. Showing your nipples to absolutely everybody that drives by. That would scare oh, me the I fuck can. too. Don't do it here. Please don't do it here. Oh. Don't do it here. Don't do it anywhere. My wife's upstairs and she goes, she goes, why did you just say they sound like your wife? And I'm like, because they said I didn't make sense. She goes, ah, I get it. (laughs) Anybody else have any other picks besides Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss? So my men's would be Big E. And my my women's would be Rhea Ripley. I was going to say the same about Rhea Ripley. I've read some online like chatters and blogs and stuff about people. I was going to say be the fiends. I think Biggie, Bianca Belair is another good These one. guys could win. Yeah. That's a, that's a dark horse pick. I, I think it might be a little early. This, this I think they can come up with some more storyline and get her more involved in a title run like later, something like that. But it, it might be a little early, but she'd be ready for it. I'd say I think that 100%. she's Sasha Banks' next challenger after Bailey. Is it Carmella her next challenger right now? I mean, they're building that, but I don't her. like it. I don't. I don't even like Carmella's new gimmick. That's a whole different story. I agree. Cause I don't take Carmella seriously. That's why. I don't either. I think Carmella's better than what she's she giving credit no for. Uber heel. She's a better, like, she's a better worker, but her character like lessens her work. She needs to go uber heel to make this work. Yeah, because I, I think she's a better worker than she's given credit for. Like you said, I, I think. I agree. Yes. I think she could work a good match. She's not the super high level that that we get from Charlotte and Bailey and those those types, but she's like that next step down. Yeah. I, I mean, I think she's almost as good of a worker, maybe even at the same level as as an Alexa Bliss. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, her I, character I, I work is not as good as Alexa Bliss's. I'm going to go with a biggie. And I am going, for the women, I am going to go with the surprising return of Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah, that could probably happen. Or Becky Lynch. No, I don't think it's going to be Becky. She's she's doing December. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's gonna be. Not happening. To, to get into shape and to get the it, ring it's rust. It's enough well, for her to appear at the end of the rumble. Yeah, you could you could be number thirty and and win, and then not really have much for matches until or to do the Mania. Or do the let's shit on whoever wins Cheerios and show up and point and all that fun shit. <laughs> um, I'm still drawing a blank on that question I was going to ask. Well, stop trying know. to think about it, and you'll you'll think you'll remember yeah. it. It's the Rumble winners. <laughs> that wasn't the question that. Mark, I asked. who'd you have? Huh? Masshole. Who'd you have, Masshole? Well, what I was saying is, like I said, I had read a couple of sheets online and stuff. Like I said, I haven't been. He has Vader still. Amazingly close. <laughs> he has no, Vader still. <laughs> yeah, right. Another dead guy. So we got that is a literal impossibility. <laughs> You know, if we were if we were doing like you know fantasy Royal Rumbles on our PlayStation, he he'd last he'd last a while. He's, he's a big Always guy, he'd throw, and he'd throw some dudes out, right, right. He, but no, like he, big he, he would make sense. that everybody jumped, you know, ganged up on. Mm-hmm. Oh, big E could make sense. I got it. If if oh what? No, go ahead, finish. No, no, no. Big E makes sense. I I like the fiend idea. I've also seen that like kind of tossed around that the fiend and Alexa Bliss that whole idea would be pissa. I kind of tend to lean towards that because as a fan, that would be awesome. It would remind me much of when Shinsuke and Asuka won the Royal Rumble together in the same night. That was pretty pissa. That was a great moment. I thought like that a- could have been a cool faction and make that real dark, and they could have done like a Yakuza-style. Exactly. Like, With the championships. And, yeah. Yes. yes. Almost like a main event mafia. Like the main event yeah. Yakuza. You know what I mean? And, and just exactly. recruit. Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie Sane, and then you recruit, you know, Akira Tozawa. That makes him relevant because he can like kick your damn head off into the third row. Yeah. But they don't know how to use him at the cruiserweight level. Funaki um, shows up as their mouthpiece or as their manager. Exactly, you know what I mean? like, like that, out of yeah. fucking nowhere. All of a sudden, somebody goes through the Japanese announce table. Funaki gets knocked out. Shinsuke comes and saves him, and now he's coming out and yeah. he's the leader of the. Oh my god, that'd be pissa. That would have been great. Yep. But what was the question? Would you remember? Uh, what do you guys think of Cody actually now officially being called Cody Rhodes again? Yeah, he got, he got the right to his name. He got the right to his it. names back. Should have been his right anyways. Like. I love it. Yeah. I think it opens up the, I think he's always had this in his back pocket. Because he knew he'd eventually get it. That's when the whole Cody will never challenge for the AEW title. And Cody won't. Cody Rhodes will. Cody Rhodes. Oh, right. I didn't think of it. That's classic yeah. wrestling story swerve. Wow. Yeah, Cody Love Rhodes. That. Yeah, but that, that's a Vince McMahon yeah. storyline right there. That's actually a good storyline. That would They that's would absolutely stupid. do it just to shove it up his fucking bumble. And it will be him and MJF because that's who he lost it to. MJF will take the title off somebody. <laughs> and that's who will battle with MJF. Who do you th- what, do you, what do you think happens with the inner circle? MJF and Wardlow now. MJF takes over for Chris Jericho. There's an implosion. MJF in, Jericho out, Wardlow in, and then and eventually Guevara out. You think Jericho's out in turns face? Yeah, Guevara yeah. doesn't need With to be Guevara. in a faction. Guevara's no, good enough by needs, himself. At some point, he should separate and become his yes. own elite character. He, he is the next Eddie Guerrero, and I don't even feel bad saying that. He really is. He's that good. Oh, Guevara's phenomenal. I saw his I saw his tag team match on on uh, Dynamite. 
What's his that? match last night with Matt Hardy, although it very campy, is good in spots. Yep. Um, Timmy time. Timmy bedtime. <clears throat> Timmy said in the bed. Bedtime. Timmy's bedtime. <laughs> Don't forget the step stool to climb all the way up into the bed, though. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all in agreement with the results of the tag team match? Are we okay with the Young Bucks becoming world tag team champions? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, how are you not? I, was I, mean, a, I, mean, I haven't we, seen the match. We, but we thought they would have been a year ago. You know? match. Watch that match. It is so good. Because they honor so many tag teams in it. They do a heart attack. They do a doomsday device. They do a melter. I mean, they they honor so many tag team moves in that match, and it all works so well. It's really good. And I might say that because I'm an FTR fanboy, but yeah, I am. Because they're that good. And we we already talked about the women's uh, title match. Which I might as well lead to this question because we haven't had a lot of questions lately in the chat. Um, in terms of the AEW women's division, is there, and I know we kind of talked about it before, but there wasn't a question that, that started it. What do you guys think is needed to either A, improve or B, solidify the AEW women's division? Tessa Blanchard. Uh, I was going to say, uh, uh, <laughs> Coastal basically already said it. Sign the three that are go- the three hottest, either current or future free agents in the, women- in the women's world of wrestling. Get them over there. and They act- have a act- hidden gem there right now, by the way. Ivelisse. If you haven't watched Ivelisse wrestle, watch early Lucha Underground. When she's with Son of Havoc, she is a really, really good worker. She's really good. She won the tag team tournament they had earlier this year in AEW. She can help. But you sign Tessa Blanchard, and then you bring in, like Al- like I said, Allison Kay and Thunder Rosa. You have Serena Deeb there. She is working as a trainer as well as her NWA stuff. Like, that women's division can get a lot better with a few signings. I think all- It has to be booked better, too, but yeah. It does. That's true. You need better storytelling, and I think I think for now, even if you sign all those uh, those women, Britt Baker needs to be the face of the women's yeah, division. Yes, yes, hundred percent. I agree. I, I think well, think of a program you could do with Britt, Britt Baker and Tessa Blanchard. I think I think Britt Baker will eventually turn face. I think when her heel character gets yeah. over. At the highest level, then it's possible. Or, or, yes. or when Adam Cole comes over to AEW eventually, that's yeah. happening. But, uh, but hang on, before we get to that, Jeff, that's a good seg- uh, that's a good uh, segue. Um, Undisputed Era got over at the highest level for a heel. Now they're a face. Yeah, and I think that's gonna be a phenomenal program. And I, I got, I must say also, Pat McAfee, all oh, wonders on the mic. Oh, he's so, so good. good. He's so, so good. Freaking good. He's such an arrogant prick, and I love it. He he's, he's their version of MJF almost. I wish he he's never punched a football in his life. All the best parts of Shawn Michaels. I wish he never punched a football in his life. I wish he never punched a football, and I wish he just got into wrestling when he was eighteen. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That guy is awesome, and I mean he. I mean they struck gold with him. Hopefully he stays full time with WWE uh, uh, NXT. 
It seems like he's going to be... He has no desire to work with the main roster, he said. He likes being in NXT because it's small, and it reminds him of the wrestling he loved when he was a kid. That's what he said. That's awesome. That that can always change, though. Yep. Well, mo- money changes everything. <laughs> money over everything. Uh, Cash rules everything around me. Cream, yep. get the money. All right, no. we got Hoagie no. the Bola with a bowling question, specifically for Triple I. How do you find the approaches the approaches last week? I actually thought it was fine, believe it or not. I did not find it sticky at all. It wasn't too slippery. I, I was actually pretty comfortable with it. 100% honest uh, honest truth. You I, don't have I, a lot of slide. I, I understand that totally out of the way you bolt. You don't right. have a huge slide. You have more of a plant at the end. It's a very little thing. So yeah. it's good that you adjusted to it too, because trust me, there was plenty of us that tried and and paid the price for it later. <laughs> but no, right. I'm glad that it wasn't an issue when you're bowling. To be completely honest with you, right? And um, you know, I'm thankful it wasn't. And uh, but 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 just but you gotta remember, uh, Hoagie, just because it worked for me doesn't just because it worked for me doesn't mean it worked for someone else. You know, it's very hard. You know, what what may be right on the on the approach for one person may not be for the other. It's all in your how you stand, your balance, your approach, uh, the, the way you stand. You. It's, yeah, it's yeah. all on you. Yeah, it is. It is really when you think about it. Yeah, but if there's ever a perfect time for that, it really is. You know, um, but I was fine with it for the most part. You know, you guys did very well though. Congratulations, like the whole week too. You guys yeah. did really, really good. Thanks, man. I yeah. appreciate that. I um, but I I get I got to give credit to you guys because you guys. You talk about the epitome and personification of grind and grit to steal Edge's line goes to your team. Uh, basically down to five, six guys all week. You know, a few of you were injured or hurt, and you still grinded and competing for a playoff spot basically within the last we two boxes. Right there. We were, we were right there. We were right there. And that's a good sign. If we did that with two-thirds of a team, when we have our whole team, bazinga, bitches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was very happy what I saw out of our team this week. There was so much grind. There was ridiculous amounts of grit. We didn't make it to the playoffs in the end, but we it was a good chemistry week. It was a, like we showed hot in too many places. And a lot of teams can say the exact same fucking thing, but I was wearing the Team USA shirt, and I'm very proud of Team USA this week. Well, nobody we did as was, well as we could. Nobody was in that eight ball, behind the eight ball spot like we were when it came to bodies. You know what I mean? We, we spent basically two days with five guys and one of the guys being Johnny who hadn't been through a grind like that in a while and hadn't really, hadn't really prepared to do do it that way. And that wasn't our goal. Wasn't my goal. You know, as captain of the team, that wasn't my goal was to, wasn't to use him like that. It, you know, it was to get him a little more rest than that. But when I, when we couldn't, we had to just get up there and throw every time that we had to do what we had to do. And we, uh, we kept ourselves in the fight the whole week. I oh yeah, and, and it showed. I mean, when we bowled you guys, every match was a grind. You know, to the, you know, or that was such a match. good match. Yeah, that was. We came up short, but that was a great friggin' match against you guys. Yeah, great three string match. It, it was, and uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens next year because the the, the 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 tides will change, and here's what I mean. Your team, your team's gonna get more bodies, obviously. 
And we don't have Davey and Jimbo next year, obviously. So it's like, what do we do now? You know? So, you know, in my head, if we don't get technically, technically, the way I think of it on our team, we lost Mark Ritchie and we lost Shoe. If we don't get two people who are at least comparable or better, you know, than than those than you two combined, I gotta weigh my options. Or you can look at it this way. What did Davey and Jimbo bring to the team that you can find from somebody else? Because obviously it wasn't just the idea of me and Shu leaving. Those two guys came on the team and I know it wasn't just all about knocking pins over. Because those two guys are awesome guys to hang out with and spend a week with and be teams. There's also that chemistry element that gets built, too, that can never be overlooked. And sometimes that can be as important as the guy who just throws a whole lot of strikes and just or whatever. That's important, That's too. Me. Look at what you what they brought as well. Not just what you might have lost the year before, but look at what they brought. Because look how te- good your team did, even though those two guys left. Look what you did when you added those two guys. So find what they brought and find that in somebody else, knowing that Jimmy and Davey are going to be leaving, going back to their respective teams. Yeah. Find somebody well, that adds what they added. Right. We, 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 need, we, not, we need not only the skill, we need the chemistry as well. A thousand it's percent. so much, so important. I'm not going to say it's so much more important because it's not much more important, but they're equal in my eyes. Yeah. I've captained a long time, a lot of different teams with a lot of different dudes. And the chemistry early is more clutch because that brings better bowling that brings better cheer and that brings better team and that brings more wins that brings more fun and then at the end of it you're closer than most of it you know being there at the end the last team standing that's what it's all about building the team that gets to the last team standing thousand percent but it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to be a work in progress to find two guys like that you know so well you know what to look for you can find it yeah we'll see we'll see you know but great week, though. Fucking A right. Great week. Guys got the bye. Thanks. It was great Thanks. to see. Yeah, it's a, it a good experience, you know? Good experience. Yes. Yes. You say that with a certain crackle in your throat. <laughs> he's trying to downplay it a little bit. I, I'm, always, I'm sure he's a little disappointed in how the week ended for him, how the tournament ended for them. But, I mean... As I would be as well. I mean, it's hard not to be when things were going so well and then they go the other way quickly. Um, right. And, and, and the other thing is, like, you know, I told this to Davey in a, te- in a group text message. And, you know, this, and I'm actually being serious about this, and I try, I've been using this mantra in life lately. Uh, I've been going through, through, some, through some stuff personally. Uh, is that if it's not going to matter in five years, don't waste more than five minutes on it. So I used that and I applied it towards this as well. Because in five years, this isn't going to matter. Yeah. You know, so I'm not going to I'm not going to waste five more than five minutes of my energy and my time, uh, and, and to something that's going to essentially do nothing for me. Yeah. So so I so I just take the extra time, energy, and effort, and I pivot it and direct it towards something more productive in my life. Yeah. What I told Davey when he walked off the lanes was this. You know, it's just. It's something to bounce back from is all it is. You know, it, we all we all have our moments of where things don't go the way we want. And Every one of us all, has all, had that moment. All, all it means is next time when it does go the way you want, it means that much more to you. Yeah. 
Absolutely. As long as, as long as it's not against our team, by all means, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Said like sure. a true friend. <laughs> hey, if Shawn Michaels hadn't lost his smile, WrestleMania 12 wouldn't have meant anything. <laughs> And if it is against us, then throw another zero, Phil. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Part of me is always happy to get home as well. I, I, I'm very much a creature of routine. I love my routine. I love getting... That's just me personally. I love being in my routine. I love getting things ready for the week. I had some work to do for real estate. I had to catch up on, which I was able to do this weekend. So, you know, I was very happy about that as well. Yeah, we all want to be there for that week, whether it's the Worlds or, or this, you know, replacement tourney that we did for the Worlds. But when, when the week's over, you're happy to get back, you yes. see, see the family members or, or friends or whatever that you you haven't seen, you know, like, uh, you know, and just kind of get back into a little bit of normalcy and everything, too. Yeah. Do I want to go to work tomorrow? No. But, I mean, it's... it's uh, it, it, such as life, as they say, and I'll back to the week. Yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. So I mean, so it is what it is, you know. Jeffrey Boulay. Yeah, I What's saw that out? one. I saw that one. He didn't pop follow? up. He didn't pop up in my activity feed though. So it could have been a click and a not click. I don't know. If if you are still here, welcome. Welcome to the Death Drop Army. Welcome to the Dudes welcome and Belts Wrestling Chatcast. Welcome, welcome. Oh, no. Now he's picking up. I don't know why my activity feed's not fucking working. But he's picking up in my uh, my followers list now. And, uh, guys, that's official. We've officially hit a new follower goal for the channel at 150. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. So now that's good shit. So now that's I really good shit. So now I actually got to change that shit at the bottom. Oh man, because I forgot how to do it. Welcome, welcome. Greatly appreciate <laughs> you. Welcome to the channel. Right now we're doing a little Q and A with that chat. Talk anything from wrestling, which is our main topic typically, to anything. Like bowling, do you guys think or... Alexa Bliss hits a new level with this character she's doing? Because I do. This is tailor made for her. She's gonna hit this out of the ballpark. Like I think this elevates her into that upper echelon of characters and women's competitors. I do. I wish, I wish someone would elevate her into my bed. My God. <laughs> well, that's a given. But... My God. I just think this whole. I think it's so uh, good for both of what them. What do you call her, the fiendette? Like, <laughs> can't call her a fiendette. She could be I, Sister Abigail, but they're not. No. Be, they're, not they're, they're not portraying I, I, that. I think there becomes a point where she, and this is going to sound weird, but I think there becomes a point where she starts arguing with that Sister Abigail puppet. And I think that starts to get into Bray Wyatt's head a little bit in the funhouse. Like, I think he has to choose between her and Alexa Bliss. And I think that might be where the conflict comes in. That would certainly set it up. Like, that's just the vibe I get. Like, he's going to have to choose at some point. Oh! Oh, you you gave me an idea, um, uh, C-squared. C-squared? Yeah, Coastal Crusader. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that's true, yeah, that's two C's, yeah. 
Oh, he did some math. That's cool. <laughs> wow, math is good. Well, he is Indian. They do math. They do math. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, like I was saying, so you talked about choosing. So, um, so you got Brit the Fiend, obviously. And you got Alexa Bliss. Imagine. Oh, this would be great storytelling. Imagine that you have one more character uh, to, you know, to the Fiend and Alexa Bliss. That character is Braun Strowman. He some way, and hear me out. Some way, somehow, he finds his way back to Bray Wyatt, and he turns into you know whatever evil Braun or whatever to go along with them. The Braun, the Breen. Sure, <laughs> but, but but then Alexa is torn. Uh, you know, with, as the storyline plays yeah. out, Alexa is torn between Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, in which her and Braun Strowman actually have a history together. That and then like, Bray, yeah, Bray like, and Braun she has to turn him or something. Together. I don't yeah. know, but, but obviously, but that would be a great storyline if you involve Braun Strowman because right now he's not doing anything. That would be great. You know how he, he brought uh, Bray did the like whole that. thing That's last cool. week where like he covered her eyes and then like she like split the, like the blood loogie out or whatever the hell it was on um, on SmackDown. What if like that was like the power, like he was transferring something to her and like. To like complete her, whatever it is, she has to turn somebody to follow her, and it's Braun, but she can't do it because there's that little piece of her inside that remembers when they were the, you know, the what is it, uh, little Miss Monster or whatever they were. Whatever, whatever you want in the mix match challenge, or yeah, yeah. little Miss Bliss. Yeah, I mean, either way, you could use all that history between them to get to put it in the storyline. There's a lot of potential it, for something really A lot of potential. Good. You add Braun Strowman into that, oh, it adds a whole new dynamic. Yeah. It really, really, really does. So yeah. That, so that would be interesting. Uh, what's also interesting is, um, so I'm curious to see what, what goes on with that storyline. Another storyline, but on SmackDown, I'm curious to see what happens, which seems like it's never going to end, is the Mysterio Seth Rollins Murphy angle with Aaliyah and everything. I think Aaliyah is going to turn heel potentially, but I have no clue what's going on with Murphy and Rollins right now. Is she going to turn heel, or does I mean, she Mur betray I think Murphy? Murphy goes face. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think Murphy goes face. Murphy's going face. Yeah. He's, he's going to stay, I think he stays as, like, the 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 disciple for now to, to like, keep Rollins' trust, and then he turns on him. Do you see Aaliyah turning on Murphy and going with Seth? That could possibly no. happen too. That could. I, if they want, if they want to elaborate, the, if they want to continue the storyline even more, that's how you do it. Yeah, we're talking about a storyline that goes all the way to like twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think right it's now. already getting a little stale. When Aaliyah's old enough to wrestle. Um. So before we continue this, want to let everybody know out there who will be listening at some point as always if you want to come check out this show twitch.tv slash joining death drop come by voice your opinion let your voice be heard we'll gladly listen to you talk to you in person you get to see our beautiful lovely faces on screen and real and and, 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 and real uh, yeah and triple i um, that's me <laughs> Once again, twitch.tv slash Johnny Death Drop, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He, something fell over there. Uh, and if you don't mind, 
Make sure you follow all the socials. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, uh, YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube. Check out all the content we have on there as well. Um, and uh, just so you guys know who are going to, going to be listening to this episode and at least the next couple episodes, Survivor Series night, we'll be, we will be doing our watch-along. One of four watch-alongs we do a year. Five. Five. Money. Well, we have a tradition for WrestleMania, so I think... I oh, think, I didn't know about that. My yeah, bad. so we are going to be replacing WrestleMania with Money in the Bank. Um, <coughs> you have to let me know what this tradition is. I'm still going to Jeff's house regardless to watch that. That's the tradition. That's the fucking <laughs> So I'm driving to Massachusetts. All right. Yeah, basically, yep. yep. Coming to Lowell. We've been watching it at yep. Xavier's house I have for a cousin in Lowell. She's in the MT, so we're good. Oh, yeah. So that, and that is not going to be recorded. That is going to be a Twitch exclusive show for you guys. <coughs> and... Now that we're on Survivor Series, we all know what this Survivor Series is all about. This is going to be big good, for you, buddy. Or a good portion of it. The 30th anniversary of The Undertaker, we have just found out that there is the going to be a Moment of Bliss segment with The Undertaker. I did not know this. When was this announced? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. I didn't know about the Moment of Bliss. Yes. I think this so that opens that up for the Fiend at WrestleMania. This was a, a day or two Oof. ago that Bliss was going to be with The Undertaker at Survivor Series. Oh. Officially retire The Undertaker and pass the torch to The Fiend as that weird, creepy state will end up being dead. At the very least... There is, I think, there will be a face to face. Whether or not this yeah. goes into a match or not, we don't know. I don't think it'll be a match, but I, I, I could see them having some yeah. sort of encounter. Yes, that's and that's what I'm leaning towards. I'm, I'm wondering if the fiend will like pay his respects at that time, or whether something happens. We don't know. This is, and when he, did they announce this? A, a day or two ago, uh, Friday Night SmackDown, I think, is when they announced it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't hear because it, it it actually popped up in the hotel room on Friday when SmackDown was on. Well, I know they said that the Smack uh, Survivor Series would feature a fair, final farewell for the Undertaker. I didn't know it was a moment yes. of bliss segment. Right, right. Yes, and that's what they're setting that up to. I will also double check my sources, which is I think is what Sunday is doing right now. Um. But until we get, uh, and for all of you guys, confirmation for you guys, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it on SmackDown up Friday night. Um, but other than that, you have your Survivor Series elimination match starting to form up. With, who's, who's the captain of SmackDown? Is it Braun? Braun's on Raw. Yeah, Braun's on the Raw team. It's Braun, Keith Lee, AJ, and Sheamus. Yeah. AJ's the captain right now. AJ's the captain of the... And SmackDown is Owens, Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and one to be announced. 
I mean, I have to accept Rollins to be the captain right now. Well, a lot of those guys could Do be you put Murphy on that? And is that Corbin. where Murphy turns? Is the, the Survivor Series match and he turns uh, on Rollins and eliminates him? Or doesn't turn on him, but like costs him That's, without. Costs yeah. him, costs him, gets Rollins eliminated without like, you know, be by accident. You know what I mean? Like he's going to get back in the ring before he's counted out and kicks him off. And he's just like, oh, what? I'm just double checking my thing as well. Um, That's what he said. Hoagie the Bowler, Rio's poems are the greatest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks, buddy. Poet. He doesn't even know it. He, he, he does write very good poems. Does The Rock come back at Royal Rumble? Or does he come back later? Or earlier? I think for he comes back later. This Roman thing. How much later can you go past the Rumble, though? Honestly, to make it a viable WrestleMania main event and build it. I want that build up. I want that whole. Thing. I want two or three Mania. months. I think you got to go two, three months. Yeah, you go to SmackDown after after Mania, where I mean after uh, Rumble, because because Reigns will have a challenger at the Rumble, and that'll be the end of a feud there. Well, and then, then who it, wins the Rumble that's not on SmackDown? Because if they're on SmackDown, that or who changes? Big, if it's Bray Big, Wyatt, then he he goes to Raw. Big E, and he goes to Raw. Does ooh that yeah? And then Big E goes to Raw, where he's reunited with the New Day. Yeah. And is that where the New Day breaks up? Is that where he turns heel? Yeah, they they the New Day the belts, and then he is the number one contender, and he has. He's a lone wolf into WrestleMania. Or he eliminates them in the Rumble. Like It's like him, Kofi, and like one other guy at the final three. And he eliminates Kofi. Kofi. Yeah. It starts a rift between them. And then he or goes, he eliminates Xavier in the early part. Yeah. Kofi comes out in the later part, and then he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he eliminates Kofi, too. Yeah. This is my time. Yeah, my time. Exactly. I'm doing this for me, you know, something like that. Kind of goes heelish, without like full blown heel, but like, I'm I'm on my own. I'm going solo. No matter what yeah. you guys want to do, I'm solo. Yeah. And then, then it's uh, so, you know, he he goes after whoever the champ is, whether it's Orton, whether McIntyre gets it back, or you know, whoever the champ is. I mean, what does that look like though? Because if it's Randy Orton, Big E, that's hard to build, honestly, to me. It is. It yeah. doesn't scream WrestleMania main event. Well, yeah, I agree. It would be the main event, so Roman Reigns is in the main event. Oh, yeah. But who is it? It's if it's what, Roman Rock, if it's Roman Rock, they go on last. Yeah, Absolutely. that's true. Oh, of course, then, oh, then you absolutely. then you have some leeway. You're right. Then you have some leeway with the Raw Championship match. Yeah, you don't have to have that be this crazy featured great build. Yeah. Well, crazy build, yeah. Stars. You actually help build a star with that, rather you than Big E. Yeah, you haven't beat Drew McIntyre or Randy Orton. Yeah, I think you could do a really good program with McIntyre with Big E. Um, I, you can you can with with Orton too. You know, Orton starts giving him crap. You only got to where you are because of the other two guys. But you know, and then then Big E could say, "Well, why?" Then he the dumps team? the other two guys officially. Yeah. And he's like, "What now?" 
Yeah, and then he can say, like, you alone, yeah. you, right? you've had lackeys your whole time, too, or or, or whatever, you know, stuff Triple like that. Triple H gave you everything. Yeah. And you could bring Triple H in, too. Maybe put him in the corner at WrestleMania, really build kind of that authority maybe thing even, there against Big E. Maybe even play the race card a little bit. Yeah, that, too. What do you think? Uh, do you think John Cena comes back to the to WrestleMania? I think he has a match. That I think he comes back at, at Survivor Series to say thank you to the Undertaker. I do. And do you I think, think a proper you match? At, I think you see him at the Survivor Series. He could be. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. I I think that they're setting up something with the wrestlers with this whole Taker thing as well. Oh, of course they are. They're doing something. Yeah. Um. It's going to be very. I think you see it'll be Survivor Series too, because it's 30 years since or. 29 years since he beat Hogan for the belt. Do you see, uh, so they, so they, brother make an appearance. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. You broke up brother. Love brother. Love. Oh, good. Brother. Love will be there. Definitely. (laughs) Brother. Love will probably introduce him again. So I am. Introduce him. DiBiase. He might walk out with him again. Yeah. DiBiase is there. They recreate that as much as they can. Does he show up multiple times on the show wearing different gear? Different Undertakers? I definitely think he shows up one. uh, The first time he shows up as Badass Taker. And then I think at the end of the night he makes an appearance as Taker. Taker. I think that show goes off the air with him in the the gear, the the bells and the fist up in the air, and that's it. Do you you think he dumps his gear in the center of the ring for the second time? No. I don't think he'll do it again. No. I don't think he'll do that again, no. Because we all know that he wanted us he to was, be the that, end. That but... was supposed to be it. But he didn't get the match he wanted with Roman. Okay. So, and I'm I, I'm of the minority. That's as much on him as it is Roman. Oh, it's more on him than it is Roman. But it's more on his health than, than anything. It wasn't like he failed because, you know, he wasn't good. He failed because his he body. He shouldn't have been wrestling at all. Then. No. He should not have been in the ring at that point. But yeah, it, it was his mistakes that that caused that. But his mistakes were caused by his 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 failing yeah. body. All right, Hoagie's out of here. Have a good night, guys. Is what he's saying. I hope. Goodbye. Mike, Mike's, night. Mike's detailing this says I can see the the Roman versus Rock. I can too, to and, I, and, I, and I see it makes sense. And I was talking about this before we went. We came on. I don't need it. I know The Rock is good. I'd rather see Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, somebody else. I know The no, Rock is on. You build it for WrestleMania. But for WrestleMania, that's I where do. that can go. What, what this does is this solidifies Roman as being the tribal chief and then a bloodline, and, and The Rock and The Rock's going to challenge him for that tribal chief title, and uh, of uh, the title of tribal chief. Because uh, they're all within the same family, and then Roman Reigns is going to defeat The Rock, and that will solidify Roman as really the guy, the top dog, the bad. I hope so because they've been it trying will be. that it's for years. The young guy that comes up and defeats the old tribal leader forever, and now he's right. the new lead. They're going to play that story. They're going to do it really, yep. really well because this is a golden opportunity. Oh, I know they will. I know this they is will. the perfect opportunity it's for WrestleMania. Right yes. Here. Luckily, we will still have plenty of time to see Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns versus Keith Lee someday. We have plenty of time to yeah. see those awesome kick-ass matches. Yep. I want to. I do want to see this. If it's going to be the last time I see The Rock in a ring, 
giving the ultimate rub to a family member. And, so, and I so get Roman, that. And that's probably oh, the wrong retirement match. He probably goes to the Hall of Fame. Hey, do you think they build this around a Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Do you think they build this around a Rock retirement? Like, I'm retiring. He gets announced for the Hall of yes. Fame. And that's when it happens. Roman comes up and goes, you can't go in the Hall of Fame. I'm the chief, not could, you. Like I'm that. a Hall of Fame. Yeah, you go, you go, you're going now because you don't want to face me. You yeah, want to, you exactly. Know. I mean, we're talking about the Hall of Fame in November. We're still waiting on 2020 to get inducted, for fuck's sake. We all know 2020 is <sighs> different. This has been one hell of a fucking year. They're going to have one stacked fucking 2021 Hall of Fame, if that's the case. That might be a two-night two, two night event. <laughs> if we're talking WrestleMania, I can tell you one match that's going to happen already. For the WWE oh, yeah? Champion. Oh, yeah? The w- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. For the WWE <laughs> Championship, it will be Randy Orton versus Edge. So that, that means Edge wins the Rumble. Not necessarily. A lot can happen. A lot can happen. Somebody can win the Rumble and challenge it on the SmackDown. Well, Roman was the champion. No. Uh, what happen if if Keith Lee wins the Rumble? Or Big he, E wins the Rumble? That's the plan. Keith well, actually, Lee or Big, Big E, I Big have E's to on SmackDown, right? Yeah. Big E's on I've, SmackDown. I, I think Keith Lee's more likely to win the next Money in the Bank than he is to win the Rumble. Good point. That's true. Yeah. I think, I think it, that suits his timeline better. It, it's it's too early for Keith Lee. I'd love to see it. He's so good. I think they need to save that. I think he has a big mega performance push. that pushes him into the Money in the Bank. Agreed. He'll probably be like, in he, in a in a mid card position at, at Mania, and then after Mania is when he'll get. Do you that think rub. he's the Intercontinental Championship match at Mania? One of those Maybe. big goofy ladder matches. Yeah, that could be like cool. Him, him, Big E. If Big E doesn't win the Rumble. Um, Kofi, so you can build that uh, New Day rivalry. Yeah. Kevin Owens, um, Baron Corbin, and whoever else. Sammy somebody Zane. in the ladder match. Sami Zayn. The real and IC then, champ. Yep. But I mean, is that how you get Keith Lee over? Do you have him be Intercontinental Champion after WrestleMania and then win the Money in the Bank as IC title? Does he become another two-time champion? Is that his gimmick? Like he was in NXT. Does he is he the IG's champion? He goes a warrior route where he goes into WrestleMania as Money in the Bank title holder and Intercontinental title holder, and he goes in and challenges with both belts. No, he he when he he might the pay per view that he catches in the Money in the Bank on he, book or, folks. Or, earlier in that night. It's fine as. Earlier in that night, he loses the IC title to somebody, and then later so that he night, goes Edge a la Elimination Chamber. Yeah, like I lost the first one, and I'm in the other one. Like even even Rollins at 31, he lost to, to Orton, and then catches in yep. and wins the main event. You know, something like that. Uh, that know. does make sense. Or he loses. Yeah. I, either way, I think you're gonna I, you're gonna see an Edge Orton match again. Uh, you have to because as long as I, I just hope I do, hey, right? I hope to go. Somebody I do. has to take out, out Orton. It also you, you it also I, depends I, on. I, I kind of wish they'd move Money in the Bank up because how cool would it be for Orton to be champion, Edge to win Money in the Bank, yeah, and then he cashes in on Orton as sure. the ultimate opportunist, like. 
That's his yeah. final win. That's what needs to happen. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I, think that's, Johnny, that's, Johnny, I think that's incredible. Johnny, what do you think? Don't forget that The Fiend is also on the outskirts of this whole Orton thing as well, kind of dipping his finger oh, yeah. in a little bit as well. So that could be another thing down the road, maybe an actual title match so, at the Rumble or something like that. Long-term booking. Long-term booking. We love these. Go ahead. So you so you have The Fiend beat Orton for the belt coming okay. up at Royal Rumble. Okay. Edge comes back at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And then he beats The Fiend in the Elimination Chamber. Holy shit. And then Orton challenges Edge at WrestleMania as Edge is the champion. And that's how Edge retires. He loses at Mania to Orton. That gives Orton 15. Not quite Cena, Ric Flair, above Triple H, which is, I think, where he belongs. Agreed. And then that can be his final. He beats Edge. He retires Edge at WrestleMania, which is what I think they want. Big outgoing for I think Edge. Edge wants that, too. I think yeah, he wants I, that. He wants the big moment I think that's a great way to make everything work out in a shitty 2020. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't think Edge retires. Edge signed a three-year yeah. three deal, yeah. Yeah, I yep. don't think Edge retires. No, Edge Ed, Ed just got more time. He man. signed a three-year deal before he blew out whatever he blew out. Like, it was a tricep, deal. I think. Yeah, no, that, that takes a year deal. off. I'm sorry. It, but I, I understand, but my, my point is he's not going to let another injury change how he wanted to end his career. That's yep. the reason he came back was he didn't want an injury. But I think that's how he wanted to end his career. No, but he, want, he, he still wanted to work. He wanted to have matches with certain guys. He wanted, You know what I mean? Like, he wants to work with AJ. He wants to work with some of these guys, yep. uh, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan and such. So he's gonna get his time in. He's gonna. I get... do still think he retires at Mania. I yeah, do still think he retires at Mania. Maybe not this, not this Mania. Definitely not this. No, 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 not this. And one. I think Orton retires him. I do. Not this one. Next year, no that way. would also make sense. Well, 2022, that storyline could also still make sense. Randy Orton will still be around in 2022. He oh, yeah. will Maybe still be elite level fighting for a title. Wins his third Rumble. And it might not be Orton. It, it might not be yeah. Orton. Yeah, I, I honestly see AJ Styles. If AJ Styles is still around, if his contract hasn't expired by then. Retiring Edge? Yes. Roman Reigns does. Puts him in the spear. I got the better I think, spear. I, I, I think Edge Roman retires, retires everybody. Christian, and then I think someone retires Edge. I think you get an Edge Christian somewhere in here in the next year. I do I think, like the Orton Christian retiring can't... him idea. I do like that. Yeah. Oh, we like this fancy book and talk. Yeah. I love Good it. Shit. I can do it all day. Good, Good shit. Such. Good Good shit. shit. Okay. I think Andrade is your future face of the company. There's an opinion. Oh, he's not going to Oh, with Charlotte Flair. He'll be a top dog, but he's he's not going to be the face. He's not going to be a face. He will have two or three Universal or WWE title reigns. Yeah, that's not a face of the company. That's not going to make him the face. I I mean, if you want him to be the WWE champion, I mean, granted the the, the Universal and and, champion, and he will be a Money in the Bank winner. Yeah, so so I have a thing with the two belts that. I think at at the point that your true face of a company 
in my opinion, should be the WWE champion. Sometimes they don't do it. Sometimes I they 100% do. agree. And I just think that whoever holds the WWE title is considered, as of that point, the face of the company. You should be regarded that um, way. Yep. I know Orton's the WWE champion right now, and Drew McIntyre was before. I think they regard Roman as the face, though. Yeah, Roman's the face right of the company now. right now, and he's the universal champion. Yeah. So that shoots everything you just said. Right out the window. It was only his opinion. Yeah, it was. And his opinion's out the window. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Roman, to me, Roman's definitely the face of the company right now. Um, which, which, like you said, Jeff, does contradict what you just said. Um, but how can Roman not be the face of the company right now? Yeah. That guy is gold right now. It's the guy so is gold. Real. He's got Paul Heyman. He's the guy they've been building for years and years. And which, by the way, can, can we talk about with all the shit going on with Paul Heyman and AJ Styles, how quick AJ Styles went to Raw after Paul Heyman came to SmackDown with Roman Reigns? They fucking hate each other. That's yeah. evident. I think, <laughs> I, I think there was some animosity. I don't know if you could say they hate each other. I think there was some animosity. AJ left Raw to get away from Paul Heyman after his buddies got released when they were promised something. He was over on SmackDown doing his own thing, having fun, and no more than a month to six weeks after Paul Heyman showed up with Roman Reigns was AJ back on Raw. Like, I just think he wants nothing to do with Paul Heyman at all. He doesn't want to be in the same room as him. Uh, I, 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 think, I think there's a time when they, they, they didn't, but I think it might just be like the WWE just playing it safe going. I know there was some some bad blood there, and let's just keep them away from each other. When has Vince ever cared about anybody else except him? Uh, a lot. A lot of times. Yeah, Triple H, done similar things for Triple H, done similar things for a lot of a lot of guys. So that happens all the time. Uh, he, he, he'll put uh, a couple that he likes on the same brand to make sure that... That he likes. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And he, li- he likes both... Paul Heyman and and AJ Styles, so he's still going to make it work for both of them. I think he likes AJ Styles. I think he puts up with Paul Heyman because Brock Lesnar is Paul Heyman's friend. No, he puts up with Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman makes him a lot of fucking money. That too. <laughs> I think Brock Lesnar helps make Paul Heyman make Vince McMahon a whole fuckload of money. Well, very true. There's I definitely think... a Brock Lesnar effect here. Yeah, there's some Brock Lesnar in there, but I, I mean, mean, Paul Heyman is the god. Father to two of Brock Lesnar's kids. Yeah, no, I know. I know him and, and Lesnar and Heyman are are really good friends. But look, like we talked about, Lesnar and Heyman are friends, and they kind people kind of knew that as part of the storyline there. And now the storyline with Roman is that you know Heyman is is just a business partner and and very and, scared of Roman Reigns. Yeah. Do you see Brock Lesnar returning? At some point, yeah. I would love, and this is my fantasy booking, to see Brock, and this is going to piss off half of you guys. Marky, really bad. Lesnar, and and I don't like this. This is what I could see happening. Lesnar comes back and wins the Rumble because he's never won one. I don't think. I hope not, but I wouldn't. And then he wins the WWE title, and you now have the dangerous alliance with Roman and Brock, and they both champions on different brands, and Paul Heyman manages both of them. 
as long as Brock's on TV two or three times a month, I'm fine with it. As long as he's on TV and and if he's wrestling for the title or at least if he's in the ring showing it and, and talking and yeah. being on TV, okay, fine. The character of Brock Lesnar is kick-ass, and that would be great. That would print a lot of money. That would put a lot of butts in the seats, and I know there'd be a lot of happy people that and would you just have Paul be, Heyman on two shows when he cuts promos, people listen. And he's with Brock Lesnar on one side and Roman Reigns on the fucking yeah. other. Like, you can't deny that that's not elite both sides. And then that could set them up with a big, like, like kind of mega powers explode angle. And then you get rid of the brand, brand split, go back to traditional wrestling and have the undisputed title again. Another change that can freshen up the company. I think this could potentially happen, but not until after WrestleMania. And Brock oh, definitely not. Until, yeah. Brock doesn't come back till WrestleMania. And I hate the idea all in all because I know Brock Lesnar. I, at this point, I don't think he'd sign a regular deal that would keep him on TV enough to be like the fighting champion or even just the heel asshole champion that he's I think put he goes to AEW. Yeah, and with the title attraction. once he wins it. Brock doesn't come back. Brock's Brock coming back. Yeah, he is. He is too, too much, much money, money to be made. AEW will pay him so much money to no, show No, he's up. not going to AEW. He's coming back to WWE. He's going to be an attraction guy, probably not a title guy again. Hopefully he's not a title guy. He could be the, He's one of the best attraction guys in the whole fucking business. And that's his gimmick. That should be his job. Come in and kick ass, show up for huge matches like Elimination Chambers or WrestleManias or things like that. Or Rumbles. Or One Rumbles. As much as I, when we were watching it, I hated it, and I was like, "Fuck this guy, fuck that." That was one of the coolest things they ever did with a superstar in the Brock Rumble, like the first yeah. half of it when he just threw everybody out. The Brock the sec- Rumble, you're right. The Brock. The Rumble. second half was a regular Royal Rumble, but the first half what was like the the, the Brock Rumble completely. I, I love what they sh- did about it. Yeah, I love how they had him come in at one. Like, you right, guys honestly let think him wreck that shit. you guys think that that Brock Lesnar would come back to the WWE? Well. I'm not going to say that. No. I so, think he goes to AEW. So I, I don't think there's a chance he goes to AEW. No. I, so, along with, with, with your fantasy book and of the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar teaming up thing, I don't think they would do that if if the storyline that they have going on right now is existing now. I think if sure. Brock... I, I think if Brock Lesnar comes back, I think it would be the other way around and Brock Lesnar would be against Roman Reigns more than becoming a little faction with him, in my eyes. Because it, be- it wouldn't happen right now. Brock's not coming back for a year, so don't worry about what's going on now. Brock, Brock's going to be disappeared for a while. Brock's he, still he, trying to figure out if he can fight sorry. UFC. Yeah, he, wants to, he, he would like another UFC fight. But his so, wife... What? His wife doesn't want him to go back, so. To what? UFC? Correct. I mean, that might be true, but. I'm going to go a take conversation. a piss right now. You guys keep talking. But that's, uh, a, that's a conversation this? that they'd have, and, you know, they'd come to some agreement whether they have enough money or they don't, or yeah. if he wants to do this as well, a personal thing. That, you know. Right. Yeah. It, but sometimes but, a man needs to do what's inside his heart, and if he yeah. wants to go give it one more run at trying to be, like, a professional real fighter, then he's Brock fucking Lesnar. Well, he wouldn't want to do a run. I think he'd want to do a fight. Or well, even if it was just, okay, just I, a fight. Wait, 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 if wait. it's a fight, I would see that happening, absolutely happen. One, maybe two fights, If should he win and be successful and feel like he can go another one. I don't know if he'd go after any titles over there. I really don't watch UFC. I don't really know how it works. But I, I know he's the attraction John, over there, too. Daniel Cormier. 
but he's he's still a great attraction no matter where he goes. Yeah, whether it's WWE or UFC, people people are going to buy that pay per view. Yes. Uh, yes. And and I, the reason I think there's zero percent that he would end up in AEW is because no matter what, no matter how many zeros Tony Khan writes on that check, Vince will add one. I think yep, he always that's could. Exactly yes. it. You got it. So there's zero 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 percent of his Pun intended with the zeros. Yes. Excuse me. I sneezed. I'm getting tired. I may I may jump off at eleven thirty. I'm really tired. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long week for long week. It is eleven o'clock. Yeah, I and I go back to work tomorrow and I've been up since five thirty. I haven't had a nappy and I and I want my I want my blankie. I want my blankie. I, I, I was my blankie. dead most of the day, but I didn't really sleep much. You oh, oh yeah. Oh, you were in your own bed today. Well, I was in a bed. Uh, oh, I I wasn't sure if you got the hotel still or not. No. Gotcha. I got home on Friday. Melissa came up here, took care of the lanes. I fed the kids dinner at like you know six thirty, seven o'clock. Hung out, talked to them because I haven't seen much of them during the course of the week. And went in to lay down at like nine. They were still sitting up. Dawn was playing video games. Next thing I know, Melissa's waking me up at like one thirty with a phone call. I took the kids to bowling today, and everything's fine. I'll see you at the lanes later. Yeah. I I still didn't get out of bed until like five five thirty. She had the kids up at the bowling alley. Everything was fine. I was like, all right, I don't have to move. It was an Advil and water kind of day. <laughs> I hear you. So yeah, it's it is getting a little bit late. It is getting a little bit late. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I just can't. When Johnny Dinkledrop comes back, just say goodbye. Say goodnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Dinkledrop, I'm going to start calling him Dinkledrop. Really when he comes up and bowls. Nice ball, Dinkledrop. Dinkledrop. It, it's been oh, a long week. Yeah, Dinkledrop. It's decubed. <laughs> he is, he's decubed. Decubed. I like that. Oh, I, I paid attention Johnny to math Dinkle that one time. Huh? Johnny Dinkle Death Drop. Johnny Dinkle. Johnny D cubed. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Cube. Dinkle. Yeah. I think if Bliss wins the wins the rumble, it makes sense because I think she challenges anybody, and it makes sense with her new gimmick. It will be very interesting to see which Rumble goes on first that night and who wins it. Yeah, we, talk, I, I, we talked I about think this. You see her night. if the women's Rumble goes on before the men's and she wins it. I think that might the give Fiend a little wins. Hint. Yeah, yeah, it's it might pretty, give a little hint. Yeah, it's a it's a oh. pretty decent setup. I think it ends with with the whole Fiend thing after he wins. You get the lights and then it goes off. And then everyone's like, oh, that's how the pay-per-view ends. And then it comes back up, and it's all red, and it's him and her, like, holding hands in the middle of the ring, waving. Yeah. And then it goes off again, and that's how the Rumble ends, after they both win. I do like both of them winning, keeping that character's line going and stuff. I I do like that. Think of the Firefly Firefly Funhouse promos they can cut. Like, we're both going to play with everyone. Like... It just becomes a like a laughter for them. Like, who are we gonna play with? And then, of course, they have four people because you have the two women champions, and then you have, and they can show up on both shows, and it's really screw with people. 
I think it sets up a good Nikki Cross dynamic too after Bliss wins Ooh, the title. I didn't think of that. I like that. Yeah, you, oh, yeah, you put Nikki yeah. Cross in there to try and bring her back after yeah. she wins. Either way, Maybe. though, we're getting to that special time of year, yeah. though, where it's Rumble into Mania. Royal Rumble is my favorite time. Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view. Hopefully they can have some fans. Do you guys want to do a Rumble pool? Because I am all in for oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Nuzzo usually does it. I don't want to do Nuzzo's. Can I do mine and we'll see how many we can get? Nuzzo does the three draw one where you just randomly – he like he randomly draws numbers for everybody. If you get the number that wins it, it's ten bucks a spot, so it's three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I that, that's what I've always heard. Is I enter as like many rumble pools as I can. We should absolutely do one. Who's going to be in charge of it? Uh, Coastal, you suggested the idea. You want to run the pool for us, bro? Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, let me put something All right, together. Yeah. We have to. We definitely do. Hey, Donnie. Yo, you're no longer Johnny D squared. You're Johnny D cube. You're Johnny Dinkle Death Drop. <laughs> Dinkle. Dinkle. <laughs> yeah. in on the the pool. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. We'll get a bunch of people. We got to get Timmy in on it too. Does it, even if he doesn't know any of the guys, just tell him right. to give you some money and he we'll put him down number. for. Yep. 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 Johnny Dinkle well, he, Death Drop. Yeah. He's he's little Timmy Vader, so. That's right. He has to have a spotter too. We have to draw the numbers live on stream, like the week before or something. Yeah, so we know. We'll figure it out. I'll, yeah. I'll do something. So somebody will have to give uh, Timmy his uh, their uh, the WWE Network login so he can watch it. I got it. I'll hook him up. So you got an extra one. All right. Yeah. So just to keep you guys up to date on the plans, uh, I know we're, we're kind of going into this oddly, um, but. For plans coming up for our episodes down the road, um, we are going to be a little bit over a month away from doing our very own Slammy Awards. We plan on doing that as well. We're going to come up with categories and everything, and uh, we're going to be taking a break from probably our Monday Night War to do that. And also, the goal... Well, what we plan on doing is the last show of the new year. We are going to be reflecting on just about a full year of the dudes and belts wrestling jackass. We'll probably be watching some clips. We'll be talking about how the show has been and how, and what it's turned into. Um, God, if you guys saw the old shit (laughs) when me and Johnny started, (laughs) if you saw some of the old shit, it was fun. Um, so that's going to be the last show of the year. We got the Slammy Awards. We got the Watch Along coming up. As as well, we are also going to be trying and setting up a couple interviews as well before the year is up. I sent a message to Mercury Yaden, the CEO of Rocky Mountain Pro, to try and get him on within the next couple weeks. Um, awesome. The plan. I'm gonna try and contact Limitless Wrestling too here in Maine. Yeah. And see if I can get one of those guys to come on. Yeah. That would be fucking great. Because they had like they've had MJF and those guys come through there. We're gonna, so we're gonna try and get a couple more um, interviews before the year is up or the start of next year in 2021 for you guys. Um, 
as of right now, I mean, do you guys have any other questions that you wanted to talk about or any other topics that you wanted to talk about real quick in terms of current events or anything like that? Nothing goes uh, to my mind. No, it's nap time for me. I want COVID-19 to go away. Yeah, I want to. I want to go back to regular life. I want a real WrestleMania this year. I want a real WrestleMania. I'd like a cool Royal Rumble where there's eighty thousand people. I know it's not going to happen, but oh, fuck yeah. I miss those. I want Royal. I want the Royal Rumble at Gillette. That's what I want. <laughs> Royal Rumble at Gillette. Yeah, like that. thirty, 30 yeah. degree well, weather. I want, I want <laughs> SummerSlam at Gillette. SummerSlam. I want yes. SummerSlam. I got taken away from up. me. Right. Yes. Yes. I want Vader. I don't want, yes. I, yes. I want we, we but we can't all get what we want now, can we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Why'd you want him in the top 10? I only wanted him at 17. Well, who wanted him in the, Nobody wanted him in the top fucking 10. No, not top 10. I mean, 11, maybe 12, probably. All right, chat. We're going to give you guys another five or 10 minutes or so to ask any questions. Um, so are we starting Monday Night Wars next week? As of right now, yes. Yeah. And... If anything changes in terms of like interviews and stuff like that, I will let you guys know ahead of time. Obviously, yep. uh, the well, date. Our, are we going to talk about our topic off air? What we're talking about the first week? We can talk about it right now if you want. I think that's a good idea. Let's hash it out. I think it's going to be the first the, the first nitro because it, it, it it's weird because it ran unopposed the very first one because it was Labor Day of '95 and I remember this because I went to the Blue Hill Fair. Which does, it's exactly as hokey as it sounds in Maine. And I remember coming home on Labor Day that Monday and looking at my dad and going, we got to watch this WCW show that's coming on tonight. Like, we watch wrestling. He's like, yeah, let's watch. Raw's not on tonight. Let's watch this new thing. And I remember Mall the first America. match that was, gonna was say, that's in the Mall of America. Mall. And it was Jushin Thunder Liger and Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman. It was the very yep. first night match. Yep. And it was just as good as you think it was. And I think we should start with the first Nitro. I think we should all try and watch it. It's only an hour. I think it's an hour at this point. So do you want to grade the first Nitro? Do you want to just talk about it? I, I, I think it's worth watching and at least talking about if we don't grade it. I mean, I'll grade it, but I think that's a moment in, in the Monday Night Wars we need to start with because it's what started it. It was a whole new program at that point. I have I, I have my own personal opinion on what actually started the war. And it's the premiere of Lex Luger on WCW when true. he was supposed to. Yes. Well, WCW. not the premiere of Lex Luger on WCW. Well, that's true. That was yeah. a the long return. time before that. But yeah. The return. There we go. The surprise return. Yeah. yeah. Right as Nitro went off the air, too. Right at the end. Yeah. Standing in, in the ring with weird button-up shirt. And Sting. <laughs> yeah. And what, what was he wearing for a shirt? Big white. <laughs> Puffy Seinfeld shirt. Yeah, exactly. So, in my opinion, I think the first, the well, the Monday Night Wars started was when Ted Turner uh, didn't re-sign Vince McMahon's uh, contract to televise his wrestling on his network. That's true. That happened what, like four, four. Four years before Nitro? Was it late 91? Something like that. that. It was early 90s. doesn't start the Monday Night Wars, though. I think that's when Nitro started. It could start a feud in Vince's belly. It it started the feud between Ted Turner and Vince McMahon. Yeah, but it didn't start the Monday Night Wars. 
because he had they had Ted Turner had the programming, WCW programming for years before Nitro came out. They he could have come out with a, a Monday Night program five years before that, but he didn't. You know what I mean? He, th- that didn't start the war. To me, even even Nitro starting didn't really start the war. In well, my opinion. You, well, are, what's your are, are opinion, you then? Scott, what, Scott Hall showing up. Scott Hall, yeah. Memorial yeah. Day of 96 in that, Baltimore, to me, I believe. To me, that started the war. The stealing the, the stealing talent and, and everything. The, and, but they didn't steal Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They just offered them more money. As That's Scott how, Hall says in the Monday Night Wars thing, he's like, in this business, you make friends and money, and I had lots of friends. Yeah. Now I wanted to make still money. Stealing talent. I mean, it, it, that's still what it is. It was they an st- open checkbook. I understand, I mean, and that's how you steal talent in the business is to offer more money. There's no other way to steal talent other than to offer like, more money. Stealing it. You could say poaching. He, he yeah, poached okay. them. He definitely well, poached work, them. But, I, but they're I mean, basically well, euphemisms for each other. But WWE all, all did the same thing a little bit later on. Yeah, when, later on. Jericho went from ECW to WCW, made his character, WWE grabbed him. Same thing. I'm not saying WCW was the only one who did it. I'm saying what started the Monday Night War was Hall and Nash. That's what started the first Nitro. It was the first time WWE ever ran a post. I understand. But they still won most of the ratings battles the whole time. They didn't start losing until Scott Hall showed up and, and the NWO happened. They didn't start losing until Bash of the Beach in 96. If that's where you want to start something, that's the formation of the NWO and Hogan turns heel. That's when shit got real. Yeah, I, I think the rivalry definitely got started that first night of Nitro where they were trying to be like, listen, we are not fucking around. We are trying to be dead right. serious. The absolute rivalry started. I do. I agree with Savia. It became a war when Scott Hall came on TV. Yeah. When that whole night happened, but the seeds oh, had already been sown, and it don't was, know why I'm here. It was it had been building. It had absolutely been. It was hard to find a definitive line when the rivalry and the war started. It's very gray, but that is a definitive. You can put your finger on it. But the whole the seeds had been sown for a long, long time that this was not going to be just two friendly promotions going up against each other in the exact same time slot. Yeah, right. It, th- there was going to turn into. Like, you know, the quote unquote bloodshed of what a war would end up being. And it did, like in the ring and off the ring. And then here, here came the internet at almost the same time. So that it helped to explode it. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. You know, so there were a lot of contributing factors that didn't just happen in the ring or in some promos. There was so much behind the scenes that even to this day, we'll never know all of it. We know what we've been told and what we've heard, but there's still shit that I'm sure we haven't heard any bit of it up. Oh, yeah. I can't but there remember, was, was was it Eric Bischoff's idea or was it Ted Turner's idea to go up against Vince on Monday night? Turner. So, Turner. so, well, no, no. So the story goes that Eric Bischoff went into the office and he said, and Ted Turner goes, what can we do to compete with Vince McMahon? So in kind of a way it was Ted's idea, but Vin, but Eric goes, and me thinking this would never happen, goes, Two hours, Monday night, opposite Raw on TNT. Yep. He goes, I never thought he'd do it. And he it goes, you time. got it. Anyway. He said, yeah, he said prime oh, time. Shit. He didn't even say TNT. Yeah. And then Ted Turner gave him fucking yeah. TNT. Instead of TBS. Flagship. flagship. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. TBS. Yeah. He thought he was getting TBS. 
And even that, I think, would have still been great. I don't think it would have hurt him too much. No. I think the exposure of what Bischoff was going to bring that into, even if it was on TBS, I think that would have made TBS even bigger. Yeah, they did have Braves baseball, too. Oh, that's, that's true, too. Yep. It didn't work. So he gets TNT in a to... primetime spot on Monday night against Vince McMahon, and look what he fucking did. Yeah, they would have had yeah. to be preempted a lot of times, especially if they were playing West Coast. Because the Braves games were always were, like 6 o'clock you know, games. Like, I mean, they were on TNT anyways because you always got preempted by the NBA playoffs. Yep. Sometimes in the later years of Nitro, you got preempted by the MLB playoffs. But you back when they were starting to get baseball, but but the uh, NBA playoffs were there wasn't always going to be a game on a Monday when baseball there almost always is. And well, that's true. But playoffs it, for a month and a half when I don't when know if baseball you guys remember. seven months. You know what I mean? But when I was a kid, Raw got preempted by Wimbledon some nights. Run, run up by the dog show. The West yeah, did. The West I remember that dog show. a bunch of times yeah. when I was a kid. But that was because those those all had contracts with USA or, yes. or whatever before the WWE did. And that was also before WWE started printing money with Stone Cold Steve Austin. There were no dogs that took over after Stone Cold said Austin 316 uh, whoops your ass. There was. <laughs> I, I remember still still in the in the high in the peak watching a whole nitro because there was no raw because because of the dog show i i, I do remember that because I they, it was that. either like tuesday night or it was friday night i remember they moved a couple of them because i went through a, like two years ago and watched the monday night wars from the beginning and i just finished it up about like two months ago or so so i can just honestly say i've seen every nitro every pay-per-view every raw every wcw pay-per-view in that period i've watched them over the span of two years. All right. So for our, our topic for next week, the Coastal said the first night Nitro at Mall of America. Anybody else have any ideas on how to start the Monday Night Wars? I mean, we, we could definitely start with that. That's yeah. I like starting with yeah. that because that was first blood. That, that was them saying, hey, we're here. You're going to have to deal with it for a while. And look what we got and look what we can bring. And they, they had the Mall of America. There was fucking 10,000 people there, for God's sakes. Like, it was a bunch of people. It looked like an arena that was sold out, but it was cool. It was in the biggest it mall It was WCW's first live show ever. It was it, it's momentous enough to absolutely talk about as being like the 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 very beginning of all of it, not necessarily the war, like I said, but the beginning of what became it. It. There really is only one odd thing, and it's because what they were building at the time, and I remember this, is Arn Anderson actually cuts a promo on Ric Flair because they have a match at Fall Brawl like two weeks after the first Nitro. So it's really weird to see those two go at each other on the first Nitro. Yeah. <laughs> Triple I, do you agree? Triple I, I don't fall asleep. I, uh, I'm actually taking off to go to bed, but I do agree. I think it's a great starting point uh, because it can go into this is gonna this is gonna branch off and pivot into many different directions throughout the conversations of the Monday Night Wars. But you need, but you do need a starting point. This is a general consensus of a starting point since it was the first night show, and then you go from there. So yes, I agree. Excellent. All right, Sounds ladies good. and gentlemen, we are going to be ending this show earlier than normal. 
Yay, sleepy. Uh, just barely over two hours, which is pretty reasonable. I kind of like between two and two and a half hours from here on out. Now that we're not doing top tens, uh, so we're gonna yeah. try. So we're we're gonna try and stay with with this time that we have right now. Um, in terms of, you know, the channel itself, it's been growing fantastically. I really can't thank anybody enough. Got a couple more followers tonight. Um, it's, Just like that, grows. Yeah, well. Uh, and there is your uh, triple I humor there. Infinite Indian inspiration. <laughs> Some last second as, nightmare fuel for you. As inspirational fuel as it is. No, I said nightmare yep. fuel. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. And you can tell that he's getting a little tired. He's getting frisky with that brush. All right, folks. We're going to end this t right now. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, chat, for all the questions between the bowling and the wrestling in particular. Greatly appreciate all you guys. As always, we're going to be signing off for the night. Get ready for season two next week. We are going to be talking about the first ever Monday Nitro at the Mall of America in Minnesota. I think it's September 5th, 1995. I'm just off the top of my head. If someone wants to check so that, but I'm pretty sure. Fourth. 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 Well, I was close. Ooh. So for all I, you... I, I have the info pulled up right now. Uh, okay. So for all you guys... By the way, Mike's Detail Invaders should have made top ten. Okay, here we go. Um, oh, Mike. <laughs> sh shut up, Mike. Don't so, start that shit again. Shut up. Top ten wrestlers that appeared on the first Nitro. I don't. Know, I don't know which one you said. He wouldn't. He was in a contract dispute. That was right before he appeared at WWE. So Vader wasn't on. He was scheduled to be, but he got kicked off. I'll get into that next week. I'm a so yeah. for all you guys watching, thank you guys so much. For all you, for all of your continued support. Thank yes. you to the Chatcast crew. Can't do this show without these guys, as always. For all of us here on the Dudes and Belts Wrestling Chatcast crew, myself, Giant Death Drop, the top left, Coastal Crusader. Peace out, guys. Top right, Sunday Night Savior. Have a good night, everybody. Bottom left, the mass hole himself, Marky Pins. Good night and good fight. And as always, the one and only, the only inspirational one here, I guess. The Infinite Indian Inspiration Triple I. If I when I go to bed tonight and if I dream of Brussels sprouts, I swear to God I'm gonna have a connection, and it will be all on you. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. All right. Oh. For oh, all God. of us here, you all have a good week. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Stay safe throughout this whole COVID thing. And we will see all you guys in terms of the Dudes and Belts Wrestling Chatcast next Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Season 2. As it pertains to myself and the channel, we will be resuming our regularly scheduled programming here on Twitch Wednesday morning, 12.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. With whatever the fuck I feel like doing. I don't even have a schedule for that yet. I don't think I'm going to. Yeah. Um, Good times. Yeah, Good times. As always, I'm probably going to shoot from the hip because I'm still probably not going to be feeling that great. Uh, for all you guys out there listening, 
as always, if you want to come by during these streams, every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Dudes and Bells Wrestling Chatcast, twitch.tv slash giant death drop is the link. Come down, drop a follow so you're notified every single time we go live. It's free. It doesn't cost a fucking dime. And other than that, folks, stay safe, stay classy, and I will see you on the next one. Take care, folks.